All right. Hey, everybody. My name's Todd. We're back here. We're playing some Shadowrun. This is a futuristic cyberpunk meets Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know. We'll get everybody else to describe it. Uh, this is going to be run by my buddy, Steve. Let's go take a look at the table. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. And, uh... <laughs> Uh, d welcome to the dystopian future, where we're all desperate to try to do things for survival and money. Also, we're going to play a role-playing game. Uh, <laughs> right, well, let's let's get into whatever the heck we're getting into. It's like, where do you go after last time? Well, generally forward. There's so, nowhere, up, nowhere else to go but down. We're live down. So the, the our characters, our, our Shadowrunners, had uh, had a had a nice kind of introductory experience getting into what it really means to Shadowrun on on a just just below the surface, let's say. Whereas most Shadowruns, you know, one shot, you're just kind of scratching the surface. So I think we got we got down a layer here. Just a little bit, and they got involved in uh, hired by a mafia family to find a stolen crate of cyberware, stolen sea can of cyberware. Um, through some interesting <laughs> experiences of detective work and a little bit of help and a little bit of luck and some amazing hacking, they managed to discover that the crate. Uh, that the, the, the cyberware had been stolen by the Los Bros Brothers biker gang. Hidden inside what has now been trademarked as the Invisicrate. The, <clears throat> the Shadowrunners tracked it down, did away with the Los Bros Brothers, <laughs> and uh, eventually did deliver the crate to the, to the mafioso that uh, had hired them. But in the process of all of that, they discovered some things. They discovered that the cyberware was originally stolen uh, from Central America by the Mafia family themselves. And it was stolen from them at the dock. And then they were hired by this Mafia family to go find it. So they... <clears throat> They also discovered through all of that that the true meaning of Christmas. The true meaning of Christmas, yeah. Which the true is, meaning of Christmas is New Yen. New Yen. <laughs> so they also discovered that um, up at the top there of was the, New piano, Year's. the piano family, there was uh, there's a bit of drama going on, a bit of uh, intrigue, where potentially it's just mean girls with Italian accents. Yeah, pretty much. So the runners kind of decided at that time they weren't necessarily ready to get involved in high-level mafia politics. But uh, but let's see where it goes from there. So uh, Bliss is currently nowhere to be found. She did leave a message for you as a group to say... She had some things to do, had some people to talk to. And uh, that's what she says. 
within a couple of days of you guys uh, dropping off the crate, getting paid, and deciding to take a break and do your own thing for a little bit. People had money to spend, people had learning to do. She says, I, I gotta go take care of some things. Um, over the next couple of months, she, she sends some cryptic messages here and there about conversations she's having. Um, she did mention that there was a Yakuza contact that she had uh, known for a long time and talked to you guys, heard her talk to this person um, kind of on the last day uh, when you had that crate just before you turned it over. She mentions that um, that there, there are some things going on up high with our former or most recent employers um, that, that, that could create situations where there's profit to be made by us. And that's kind of about the gist of what you get from her, but you haven't heard from her in a little while. It's been, a, been probably a couple of months since the last time anyone heard from her. Which is rather strange because she and I usually kept in touch. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, if something happened to her, you know she'd let you know. So, that's an update from Bliss. Let's move around the table, reintroduce your characters. Give us a little brief, just a taste, just a taste of what uh, your characters are doing in the past, let's say, four months, it's going to be, since we saw them last. Um, and then we'll get into a little bit more of, uh, after we have that brief introduction, we'll get into a little bit more of, of what the characters have done. So we'll start um, with Darcy. What has Radio been up to? Hey, I'm Darcy. I'm on Twitch.tv, says Darcy, but got to get that plug in there. Uh, radio, the character, she's irradiated and uh, loving it. It's great. <laughs> Except for when it's not. Living um, your best glow city life. That's right. Um, so she still, like, you know, puts out feelers for for things. There's, there's ways for fixers to get in contact with her. But if she's not getting, like, proper shadow run work, what she's off doing is um, really exploring, like, um, how do you put that? I always picture, you know, Glow City is a mess, and lots of cool stuff just still exists down in, like, maybe stuff has collapsed and it's subterranean now. Maybe there's, like, a cool irradiated lake that you really shouldn't swim in, and she does anyway. Um, but there's, like, uh, so she's, she's really a treasure hunter on her own time, and just exploring and mapping out these areas um, that people dare not go. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, so yeah, that's what I want from everyone is uh, don't don't tell me what you've done with your character sheet. Tell me what your character's been doing. Phil, what has Gerald been up to? Uh, you, you know, the old Gerald, so... Taking naps. <laughs> They're very important for... Is he dead? Somebody poke him. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that I've seen him for months, this so I got this is a play by play. To, uh, to wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Gerald comes too. <laughs> what is that again? <laughs> He's been sitting on his front porch shooting at squirrels and telling teenagers to F off. I'm surprised he hasn't been doing new rat. Well, that's, I mean, you asked what he was doing, not what's happened to his character sheet. <laughs> no, don't, don't, that's okay. sleeping that's instead right. of building a new rat. You know. All right. Well, with that, um, for those Donnie, who never what, heard of what, uh, what has Kat been up to for the last number of months? Well, I think before Bliss took off, she did hook me up with somebody in the Chinese group to help teach me to speak Chinese. I thought you were going to say to dance. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> kind of hoping. Cat doesn't dance. I dance with the devil. In the pale moon. The pale moonlight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's moonlight, whether it's pale or not. I don't care. Uh, and learning this yeah. Chinese has actually taken a toll on her because it's harder than she expected. That's fair. Okay. Can't understand a damn word of it still. <laughs> Great. Time well spent. Yeah, any socializing on her part. I, I, I actually gave it a new nickname, though. It's not Chinese, it's Japanese. Oh, no. Those are two different. Cat, you loaded the wrong skill soft. Japanese. <laughs> you you loaded the wrong. No. Bliss. We need no bliss. wonder I'm having a hard time learning it. No wonder you're having a hard time communicating with all the Chinese people. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. It's a cross between Chinese and Japanese, I think. You know. Well. Nobody knows what the hell I'm saying. I would That's like to disavow this entire. Time. <laughs> anyway, we'll keep going. So, Todd, what's Mac been up to for a few months? Okay, um, so, <clears throat> he, uh, I, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to dive big into this, and you know what, this isn't the character sheet, but I did want to say, Steve, you requested that we, re we go ahead and try something a little different, something that isn't us. So I'm gonna try this, uh, and it's it's a pretty drastic change. So Mac has been, for the most part, um, getting sober uh, and falling off the wagon, and then getting back to sober. Uh, and in the midst of all of this, in the fever dream, visited by uh, Raven, and. Nice goes on the worst trip like like takes the worst drugs and and falls deep into this trip and doesn't and basically flatlines almost dies um and then comes out of it with a new resolve and a new connection just gets pulled out of that by their mentor spirit and uh and when he comes back he is changed uh, he's had a, a pretty big experience. So uh, two things have happened. Number one, um, he's kicked it back and forth between addicted and dry addict. So he's back to dry addict. So there's been no real change. But the other change is uh, he's had a bit of an enlightenment and a change of slight change of personality. Uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, 
and he is initiated. And so um, he's, he's able to do things he couldn't do before. But you said you wanted this as that. Um, the other thing is getting sober has made him cranky as f And so uh, he's, he's tapped into a whole new thing. Uh, Gerald's rubbing off on him. And uh, and the other thing is his voice. I've I've been working on trying to find a different voice for him. Mm. So um, I'm probably gonna fuck this up, but I have a feeling he's gonna be something like this. <laughs> that's a, that's quite the pivot. You've been yeah. watching the boys. I actually haven't, but I decided I wanted somebody. Um, Mr. Shakespeare. Who's tired of running from the pain, and he's just gonna dive right the fuck in, and um, cause a little. You've created the butcher. I've never seen that, so I'm sorry in advance if I'm breaking copyright. <laughs> and eventually I'll figure it out. Most of the time, I just feel like doing a voice. All right, we'll figure it out as we go, and I'd apologize. Um, and if you've got a problem with it, you can shove it up your house. Sit and speak. Oh, like. Okay. I think he was originally that, but like playing the corporate game and then sure, came out yeah. of it. Um, I think I, sometime I across the more like. Does he go by Cam now? I have a feeling he was originally <laughs> that and then toned it down to get the job, lost his arm, got bitter, into drugs, all that. So I think that's what happened. Well, so his, his like, deep-rooted base personality is just starting to finally resurface. Like, he's just essentially dropped his mask, you know, put away some of his some of his uh, self-created personal filters, and, and here he is. Exactly. Back to being his true self. And it might get a little like bit ugly. That, like, I love like, the accent. I think it's... I think, I think Radio, like, clicked with Mac during the, like missions and was like actually like ted sent out like hey you want to like you know if you're willing to, to, to brave it you want to like go down to glow city you know check out the lake um and it sounds like uh what the fuck? either I'm that did not happen or like radio called you after you've had this like epitome and was like uh i think i have the wrong number it's like no, no, no. <laughs> it's me oh right. look it's me i can do the like the, the horrible give up your life voice that's fine I can put on the American accent I just get just f***ing tired of it so that's what it's gonna be I'm gonna give it a shot alright I guess show me around if I grow another head you'll chop it off right yeah I can do that for you great is he wearing a flat cap with razors sewn into the peak? By any he is chance? Now. <laughs> I had that somewhere. <laughs> good, good old peaky blinders. Um, so, so radio. Let's let's get let's get in touch with radio. A couple of weeks after uh, after the previous time we've seen her. What? has radio decided she's gonna do to better herself or what's her focus now she's she's got she's got karma to spend she's got money to spend 
Yeah, so first thing that she wanted to do was to trick out her helmet. She realized that there's like space for like vision mods and she wished she had them last time, so she does that. That's number one. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, it's mostly just doing what she's doing and... Um, did she do that herself? Is she able to affect those upgrades herself, or would she go to... She would go, like, you know, tech. get them installed by someone, you know, pay someone, they install them, you know. I don't know if there's more I need to know about that, then sure. I don't think I got anything that was high availability. No, but, you know, okay, so you, yeah. you start looking okay. around, start, you start thinking about that. Radio starts thinking about it. It's like, man, I need to get... Okay, well, I bought the helmet from... You know, a guy named uh, Terrence, and sure. it seemed like he was friendly enough. Basically, so, like drone sensor modifications, like that's yeah. So Gerald, Gerald could totally do that. Yeah, I don't know. Is Gerald in touch with Radio? Anything else in touch? Yeah, you, and you think, well, okay, so I could go to Terrence, or I could, you know, Gerald seemed to like make stuff out of nothing. How would Radio? Would Radio even consider that? I don't think so. What she saw was. Uh, so gears shoved into a rat, and I don't think she wants that up on her head. Yeah, so she she considers that and goes, well, you know, my chances of becoming the rat aren't 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 that minimal. So I'm gonna yeah. Mm -hmm. So she gives she gives Terrence a call. Uh, ring ring. Hey, Terrence's fine warrior weapons and armor emporium. How can I help you? Hey, Terrence. Um, assuming you're Terrence. Sometimes, you know, shops are like a name. Ne never mind. Um, I'm trying to get some, you know, just, just basic upgrades for helmet mods, heads up display, thermographics, that sort of thing. Yeah, we got that. In, we got that in stock. Uh, why don't yeah, you pretty standard stuff. Nothing, nothing I need to like special order, I don't think. Unless I, I mean, I might could be way out of my line. I don't know. Why don't you pop down, bring bring the piece with you, and uh, we'll talk about what we want to put in it, and I'll tell you how long I'm going to need it for. Yeah, totally. That sounds great. Okay, skip ahead. You're down there. He like he has a legit shop. Like It's licensed and everything, right? He's uh, got a license to sell. So there's like legal stuff out front, and then there's like, you know... Uh, sure, yeah. Do you know the Mother's Sandwich Bird Phrase reference pasta? And then he's like, "Yes, come this way." Cool. Yeah, I think like most of um most of radio stuff is like on the level. She doesn't. I don't think mm -hmm. she has anything that's like restricted or anything. But obviously, it's still hard to get necessary sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So, what are you looking to put in this thing here? Um, as a player, I forgot what I bought, but I know there was thermographics. <laughs> All right. Well, we're talking thermographics. We got the uh, we got Basic the vision uh, enhancement. Um, maybe magnification. I can toggle on and off stuff like that but thermographics definitely well we got the lights went out last time i couldn't see anything it sucked yeah that can be quite the situation we got low light we got thermographic we got we got uh vision magnification we got recording we got projecting if you'd like we got uh all kinds of badass badass infrared now. ultrasound infrared ultrasound we got it all you can have it alpha wear beta wear standard wear we got used we got recycled we got rebuilt we got mm, fix it yourself what are you thinking here well i just got paid so let's just whatever uh 
yeah, let's let's get the get the works. I know it only has so much space in the noggin, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll uh, arrange it and squeeze in what we can squeeze. So you guys talk for a bit and, and decide on whatever it was that you actually put on your character sheet. And, and he says, yeah, he'll need the helmet for about uh, three or four days. Yeah. He'll give you a, a shout when you can come back and pick it up. So he's got your helmet. You take off from there. What should you do in the meantime? Interesting. Um, that is something that she would normally want to be, you know, having. But she does have some other gear that she could be using. So, you know, she's got, like, climbing gear and... Uh, diving gear and stuff for when she wants to do that urban exploring that we talked about. I think right now she actually does um, a little bit of working with climbing and seeing if she can like um, I did buy free fall just in case I'd need that. Just in case. So, you know, climbing up to places and diving off of them <laughs> into, the, into this cool irradiated lake that I've envisioned existing in Glow City. Um, but, uh, yeah. Wait. You're going to uh, go swimming in that? Oh, my God. Dear Lord. Yeah, of course. You want to come? I can show you all around the best places of the lake. Um, I'm, I'm going to watch from the shore. <laughs> okay, so, that yeah. Better, but all right. You, you go, so you guys head down to the lake. Mac, Mac meets up with radio, and it's like, yeah, she's telling you, I'm going to go in there. And what's your reaction? Yeah, so are you going to sit around by the shore or are you going to just keep an eye on her? What are you up to? Um, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna stay right here, but I'll keep an eye. I'll hold your towel. You, you do have a towel, right? Sure, yeah. Wow. Well, I should tell you this. I should, I should introduce you to see sometime, but I understand just wanted to watch. I got days. Just like a backflip in or something. She's got like stupid high gymnastics. <laughs> like... Right, I couldn't do that in a regular pool. Okay, so you guys are so you guys are hanging out there for a little bit. Um, so Gerald, it's been a couple of days. You've been napping. Mm -hmm. You know, you've been uh, replenishing your electrolytes, which has been super important. You've uh... part of the reason he was napping is because his um, his helicopter went in for the refit. Hmm. So, so um... yeah. So, who's uh, what kind of contact do you have there? Um, Wherever the heck you bought your helicopter, <laughs> do you have any contacts? From uh, he's just got the fixer. And uh, the pharmacy tech fruitsy boots. So uh, you call Captain Flamingo. Picked up. Uh, Captain Flamingo's bird service. Yeah, need to uh, need to get that. Uh, finally, get that refit done on my uh, on the whole bursa here. How deep are you looking to go? How much? Uh, how much are you looking to spend? What kind of upgrades are you actually trying to get done on this? Uh... Well, yeah, we want the we, we want to get that you know very deep. We need we need to get very deep. Like just the, just the surface isn't enough. We got to be able to go all the way down the bottom of the ocean. Are you looking to make this thing um, like submarinally flightable? Yeah, so man, we we talked about that. You were gonna originally do that when I got the thing, but uh, 
yeah, just didn't have the cash, but hey, uh, 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 I've been working. Okay, well, I'm going to put you uh, in touch with a friend of a friend. Uh, you know, an acquaintance, becoming closer, an acquaintance of mine. Her name is Sally. Don't ask about any other names. Her name is Sally. Sounds like a made-up name. I, I'm going to guess it probably is, but uh, she's quite the aircraft mechanic. So I'll give you her number. Uh, be polite, be patient. All right. When am I ever polite? I mean, I'm always polite. I mean, just give me your fucking number. Starting now. Trust me, the work she does is worth you biting your tongue. Yeah. I'll bite whatever she lets me bite. Oh, God. All right. You live your own life. Here's her number. I think Talk we figured out what kind of old man Gerald is. <laughs> I have this theory, there's a limited number of old men types you could be, and Dirty is one of them. Okay, so you phone, you, you, you call the number. Yeah. It rings a couple times. Picks up. This is Sally. Uh, hi. You wanna, you wanna? I'm not, I'm not high yet, but, um, give me time. Is that part of the payment? No, what can I do for you? Who the hell sent you? Uh, Flamingo sent me. Uh, I gotta get my bird um, so it can swim. Uh, there are times I heard that. All right, uh, what uh, model are we dealing with here? Assuming you're not um, being euphemistic. Uh, well, I wish I was. But, uh, yeah, I got an Aries dragon. We needed to go swimming. Aries dragon, you want to become basically a submarine that can fly. Wow. Yeah. That's going to cost a couple of bucks. Yeah. All right. Um, any other modifications you want done? Uh, you just a couple of small things. Probably just kind of more space for drones, but uh, I can give you the details. Nothing major. Okay. I'm going to text you the uh, GPS coordinates for the landing pad you gotta get it there in 10 days on the uh, 23rd yeah okay no problem i'll have a look over it and then we can discuss whether i even feel like it's worth it i'll um, see you bye bye oh my god we're shadow running with red green and it makes me feel so happy. Okay, so the the time goes by. Uh, if there's anything else you want to do in there, but you 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 fly it down there, you land it. You you land it, um, and out walks a um, couple of couple of dwarves, kind of wave you down, and then once you're in, they just leave, go back into the uh, to this hangar just off the landing pad, and you shut it down. And uh, nobody's there, but you can see Sally's written on top of this hangar. Right on. Well, I'll uh, I'll waddle over to whatever looks like the officey type area of the hangar, the back of the hangar. So as you come in, like through basically the hangar doors, 
where you would pull in, you know, plane, train, automobile, flying, bicycle. Um, Those aren't pillows! <laughs> Sorry. Out, out from underneath a, a big warthog that's currently being lifted, this very, very large being starts to roll themselves out on on a uh, on a dolly and rolls over stands up to be about seven and a half feet tall rather slightly chubby very sweaty smoking a long cigar at the side of their mouth and you can see on the shirt sally <laughs> horns <laughs> The whole bit. Hey. <clears throat> you Gerald? Yeah, I'm Gerald. You're Sally. That the bird? That's her. Alright, come on. Let's walk over there. She tosses the well, wrench off into a box. Her name's Bertha, around. by the way. She's got a bit of an attitude. Well, we'll fit right in, won't we? She kind of slaps you on the back. <laughs> she does actually have a personality matrix. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so what are we doing here? You said uh, you wanted to be able to go under the water. Yeah, just, you know, give me that uh, submersible package that, uh, you know, lets you go swimming and all sorts of good stuff. That don't come cheap, you know. Well, I'm aware. What kind of budget are we working with? Um, I could probably offer you a good 40 grand to do that. Are you supplying parts? Well, if I'm supplying the parts, then I'm paying you like five grand. 40. <laughs> what, what did the, what did the book actually work it out to? I didn't look uh, at 44,000. <laughs> okay, 44,000. Yeah. She's like... 2,000 times body. Hmm. Yeah, 40, 40's a bit tight, to be honest with you. Uh, this kind of the thing I normally do for about 55, 50 maybe. We're uh, not talking mill spec here. This is this is not a military vehicle. I'm an old man. I just want to go swimming in my helicopters. That's so much to ask. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You're happy with a certain amount of uh, recycling taking place? As long as she flies and floats and sinks, but, you know, controlled. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For a green don't, you don't want to piss off her that she gets angry if you, if you fuck with her. Tell you what, I'll pull, I'll pull from the scrapyard around back what I need to, to get it down to your budget. Mix and match, put in as much new tech as I can. You'll have it. It's going to take about... Honestly, fitting it in the schedule, it's gonna take about three weeks to a month. Yeah. All right. Hey, um, how much for that mule over in the corner? Which Looks one? a little run down. Who wants? Yeah, bubbles? run down. It don't run. It is for uh, sale, as is. I'll, I'll I'll give you two grand for it. Brand new, they're eight. <laughs> 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 she's like she's like uh yeah I can let it go for two alright make space for that in the thing when you're done too <laughs> okay okay <laughs> you, you, you did a hard bargain 
Okay, so she sends you off, uh, and uh, you can get home however you feel like it. Um, Donnie, what? So, Donnie, it's been about a week or so. Kat is really struggling with the language lessons. What is her? Uh, what's her desire in terms of spending money and self improvement? She needed to go through an operation for some cyberware, and she had what the heck is it called? What is it? Yeah, what did you end up buying? Wired reflexes. What level? First level. Okay. All right. So you call your fixer, who is named something. Um, you. Who is your fixer? His name is Fixer. For now, if I could figure out how to add names to it, I would. His name yeah, is Fernando. Fernando. I was going to go with Felix. <laughs> Felix? Felix? Felix Fernando. Fernando. No, we don't do Felixes. <laughs> I kill Felix. You got some history there, uh, Kat? <laughs> Something we should know about? Yeah, <laughs> you might fixer. say that. Okay, his, her, her name is Sandrella Fernando. So you call Sandrella Fernando up. <laughs> Spell Sandrella? Sandrello. S-A-N-D-R-E-L-L-O. S-A-N-D-R-E-L-L-O. Okay. Fernando. F-E-R-N-O-U-N-D-O. U-G-H. O-U-G-H. Yes, Fernando. For those of you playing along at home with the Shadowrun stupid name game, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a quiz at the end of this. While we're at it, I might as well name my mechanic too. About all the members of the piano family. How about uh, the, who took the, notes last episode? How about uh, the mechanic's name is Oliver? Tits. Oliver what? Oliver Tits. Oliver, Oliver Tits. tits. Yeah. <laughs> no. And that's and it and it's it's totally a dude. He's like uh, um Oliver Titty. Yeah. With an IE. Okay, so you call um Sandrella. You fix I D D I E. Cat, it's nice to hear from you. It's been a little while. How did everything go on that uh on that um, mission retrieval job, yeah, curious about that. Yeah, it, it went okay. We did make a little bit of dough. Yeah, which I is basically hear... why I come back to see you. I, I need fixed okay. up. Well, I didn't hear anything negative from the Johnson. He was pretty impressed with um, the professionalism of the group, at least. Uh, at least that's what his feedback was from uh, the the client contact. Uh, and so my very tiny commission was well worth putting you on to them for. So you're interested in exactly what now? To get in a little bit of speed when I get into combat. I, I feel left out of things. Hmm. So are we going the cyberware route or the bioware route? Or would you just like some gym membership? <laughs> I already have gym membership. 
Uh, let's go with the cyber route. Okay. Now, how how are we? How deep are we talking here? This will depend on who I send you to. Are we talking alphaware, betaware? Are we talking standard? Are we talking recycled? I hope not. Oh, we're going with the standard route. Okay, we're going standard. So I would recommend uh, you call Doc McGillicuddy's. He is a little eccentric, but um, definitely 100% satisfaction from everyone I've ever sent to him. I will send you his contact information. You do need to book uh, a consult, and uh, you're gonna, and then from there, it's usually a bit of a wait, not super long. We're talking weeks, not months, and uh, yeah. Every customer I've sent there has been very satisfied. So give give them a shout at the clinic, and uh, yeah, let me know how it goes. And uh, okay. when you're uh, when you're ready to get back on the job, too, uh, give me a call. You got it. All right. you know. Okay, you know, best of luck with that. Best of luck with that. Let me know how it goes. I will. Always love. Bye. <laughs> I just want to raise this point for a second. Can you imagine, like, central nervous system surgery? The recovery on that would be awful. Man, you're probably getting a control rig. Mm. That was the most invasive pieces of equipment in your brain. That's what you. That's what Gerald's getting. That's what he has. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, so, so Cat, Cat uh, gives a call to the McGillicuddy Clinic. Hello, Doctor McGillicuddy. How can we help you? Yeah, I, I need a little bit of an operation. I. I, I Everybody like... does. Everybody yeah. does. Uh... Are we talking? Are we talking? Cosmetic enhancements? Are we talking something special? Deeper. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what's her name? Cendrello sent me to you guys. Oh, Cendrello. How is she doing? I haven't heard from her in a while. It's been brunch. It's been just... Oh, never mind. I need to call her. You tell me I'm exactly sure what you need. You tell me exactly what you need, and I will... Go speak to Dr. McGillicuddy as soon as he's out of his latest procedure, and we'll see when we can fit you into a compliment. So what are we talking about here? Are we talking about external, or are we talking about internal? Internal. Internal. Are we talking about speed? Are we talking about, are we going for control rigs? Are we going for, what are we doing? Speed. Speed. Definitely now, need boosted. Specifically, this is, we're looking for cyberware. Are we doing uh, the wired reflexes package? Yes. And which level of upgrade are we looking for? Oh, we'll start at the beginner for now. The beginner for now. Okay, I highly recommend. Uh, first, we need to talk about your, your budget range, but you know what? Why don't we hold it off till you come in for your consult? I can book you for Thursday at the earliest. What is your availability on Thursday? Thursday sounds good to me. Thursday, how about 2 p.m.? We will see you. Our address is here. I will text that to you. And uh, we will see you then at 2 p.m. Thank you very much. Oh, make sure you scrub your balls. Lady, I don't have balls. No, 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 no. I mean... I'll explain when you get here. I mean your feet. The balls of your feet. You're going to need to tiptoe into the clinic. Um, I just... 
standard terminology anyway. Yes. Perfect. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm in the process of learning Chinese, so the terminology kind English, of English is not my first language, okay? I apologize. Okay, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Now i got to have a talk with Sam Dello. Jesus Christ. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Text from my text from my six-year-old niece. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Thursday, Thursday rolls around, and uh, you come in, and there's the receptionist. Hello, my name is Lisa. Come on in. Um, Doctor McGillicuddy will be with you in just a minute. If you could put your shoes over there and scrub your feet over here, and we will be right with you. Clinic is very professional looking. It's like Japanese water garden uh, themed situation. There is, uh, you know, soft music playing. Um, there's some various like flowers projected on the wall. You know, there's like a, a bird flying around, which you can obviously tell is a, a little drone. Just, just some butterflies in the corner. Obviously, drones as well. Um, there's a. I see a waterfall. I see a waterfall over in the corner. Is that something you guys build here? Oh, we just love to have um, an aesthetic of relaxation for our clients to come in. Please sit down. Would you like a hot towel? That helps. Thank you. Uh, Susan will be right with you momentarily. So you sit down. <laughs> someone brings you a hot towel, and. A couple well, this is like a, a Bruce situation where they're all named Susan. Yes, Susan. This is Susan. This is also Susan. No. Um, so you get this hot towel, and then. Uh, well, in that case, I will call you Susie and her Susan. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Susie. You know what? I my name is Lisa. This is Susan. But if it makes you happy, you call me whatever you want, sweetheart. Now. Okay, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Just, uh, can I get you a glass of cucumber water? No, thank you. Lemon Chamomile. Chamomile tea. Chamomile tea. I will be right back. So she, she goes away, comes back in a couple of minutes. Chamomile tea. Uh, there's, a, there's a tray with honey and sugar and stevia and uh, cream and everything uh, on the side. And so she said, then, so then she says, okay, if you would come with me into the next room. Takes you to a room, sits you down. Dr. McGillicuddy will be right with you shortly. A couple minutes later, knock on the door. Uh, is it all right? If you're orange, Dad, if you're black. So the door opens. Uh, a very slender, uh, yet tall, elvish man steps in. Glasses hanging around his neck and goes, Greetings. I am Dr. Shabazz McGillicuddy. Um, cyberware, bioware expert. I'm glad to have you grace our clinic. What were we doing? Let me look at your chart. We're interested in some wired reflexes. Um, the GM's out. What was the cost of that again? <laughs> I can't, I'm not having this in front of me. I don't remember. I just took it all off. We'll we'll skip ahead because he he'll you'll go back and forth on the uh, on the price and essentially he'll say you know. 
we, we don't cut corners here um, in our cyberware, but we are a full-service clinic, including the price is all the necessary anesthetic and your 24 hours of aftercare before we send you home. So 39,000, by the way, is base. Thank you. Yeah, I thought it was up there. I was thinking 36. Yeah. Standard uh, standard market prices, 39,000 yen. Uh, we, we do offer a uh, six-month warranty for any factory defects, any damage uh, that you may cause in the, you know, use, uh, let's say off-book use. We will not cover, unfortunately, but uh, any manufacturing or installed defects are 100% covered through our. So, um, what other cyberware do you have? You would ask that. I have a I know I have an eye. I had them listed. There they are. I'm just going to mute to their field. Yeah, I have, I have cyber eyes. And an audio oh. enhancement. Okay, so we will be doing full integration. That is no extra cost as uh, the cyberware I see, the audio enhancement, the, uh, oh, let me look at your chart here. I see an internal air tank as well. That yes. is very interesting. We don't see those a lot. Wow, you, one of these days you'll have to talk about what you've used it for. Um, so this is a long procedure, but, uh, you know, a fairly common one these days. So the surgery will be approximately 12 to 18 hours. We will keep you sedated the entire time. When it's complete, we will wake you, do some, a little bit of testing uh, to make sure everything is taken and functioning properly. Then we're just gonna give you a nice sedative and wheel you into recovery. Do you have any questions? We're obviously not going to be doing this today. But do you have any questions uh, for me now before we uh, book you for the procedure? 100% is payable up front, but uh, isn't obviously entirely, entirely uh, guaranteed. Let's get this done. Okay, well, why don't I... Uh, I will fill this out and just... on the computer pulls up the calendar and says, um, I appear to have time in the operating suite here in the clinic. Of course, we share the clinic with several other, uh, several other physicians. So the operating theater for deep internals is available on Saturday or next Monday. Which would you prefer? Let's do Monday. Monday. All right. I will see I'm usually you. busy on the weekends. See you at 7 a.m. Now, um, 
one thing we do need to do is we are going to have to remove hair from top to bottom. So you could do this yourself, or if you would like us to do it, we are going to need you to show up an hour earlier. Regular surgery time is 7 a.m., but um, if you need to have any of the cleansing and hair removal procedures, that would be just let us know and we'll book you for six. Set it up for six. Okay. So he plugs you in. You guys do the deal. They take your money and uh, they send you off. You come back Monday morning, six o'clock. It's a bit of a whirlwind. Cat's probably a little bit nervous because this is this is gonna be something a little bit deeper than anything she's experienced. They are taking all of your nerves out and replacing them. Quite the insane procedure. You watched a few YouTube videos of this and um, there were moments when you had second thoughts. But you've pulled yourself together, and you've decided we're going ahead with this. Nah, nah, Come we in. don't need those vertebrae anymore. Get rid of them. Susie takes you in and says, Okay, sweetheart, here is your robe and your slippers. Please go in here and uh, leave your clothing uh, um, on the bench, folded there. No one else will enter the room. It will be right here when you're done. Uh, we will, we will uh, move it with you into the recovery room. And um, everything will be there, ready for you when you are uh, ready to go home. So, so you get you get changed. They take you in. They laser the shit out of you for a few minutes, <laughs> and uh, sanitize whatever they need to sanitize. You then they get you on the bed, start an IV, just so they can knock you out when they need to knock you out, and take you into the operating theater. Lights are bright. Everything's going. Doctors there anesthesiologist, a couple of nurses to help. They kind of give you the whole, uh, you know, they made sure you've, okay, you've signed all your forms, you've signed your life away, the money has been paid, the uh, pre-surgery prep is complete. Oh, uh, doctor, doctor, um, the, the patient needs to put down next of kin. Oh, yes. Nurse is reminding me. Cat, uh, who would you like as an emergency contact? My big toe. My big toe. Okay, let's just write down no emergency contact. Actually, I think Bliss would actually help me out here if need be. I give it to her. Okay, so you give them Bliss's contact info. All right, are we ready? Any last questions before we knock you the fuck out? <laughs> okay they knock you out you wake up and the lights are bright you're kind of awake and you're like oh wait a minute i can't move my arms can i no <laughs> you're awake and you're like there's doctors around you they're kind of talking back and forth oh god she's awake yeah oh look the patient's eyes are opened and and for a second for a second, it's like, you feel, you ever lick a nine volt battery when you're a kid? <laughs> yeah, your lungs feel like that. Your butthole feels like that. You Between your toes, it feels like is licking a battery somehow. This makes no sense, but every part of you is like, oh, shock, lemon, Ugh. gross, sour, Liquid, and then you're gone. You're out again. 
you wake up, you wake up and you're a little tingly. Things are just tingly. Um, you can hear some like soft music playing. You, uh, you smell some flowers in the corner, coming from the corner. There's a- uh, please, please tell me the lemon scent disappeared. <laughs> yeah, nothing smells or tastes like lemons anymore. Good. All right, you're a little groggy. Um, and you kind of recover. One of the uh, nurses comes in, checks you over, says, okay, just kind of sits your bed up. They take your uh, pulse, your pressure, measure respiration rate, look at the eyeballs. Everything seems to be normal. Ask you how you feel. Everything feel feels my fingers. normal. And so they say, okay, we're just going to have, they, they bring you something to eat. Washroom is there. So you kind of do the thing for like, you know, a day. They, they, they won't let you leave for 24 hours. So you're there. Things are kind of boring watching Tridio for a while. Finally, they let you out. You close nope. her back. No Tridio for me. <laughs> don't watch it so don't watch it yeah so you 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 amuse yourself in various ways but now the time has come you're being released they've washed your clothes uh <laughs> deodorized your boots you are good to go so you're dressed they wheelchair you down outside the clinic now it's time now it's time you have this urge this urge and a car pulls by and startles you. What happens? Yeah. Pick up a rock and throw it at it. <laughs> uh, the car, the car guy's like, God, oh, fuck you, man. Fuck you. And they just kind of like keep going. It was a pretty dented up jalopy anyway. So you've just got brand new cyberware. It tells you. Uh, it tells you in the brochure you will be able to jump fa jump higher, run faster, think more quickly, react at great speed. You've got to be wanting to test that out. This little toggle switch in your overvision. That's exactly it. So the AR comes up. Oh, well, actually, do you it. have vision mod? Yes. Yeah, okay. she has a cyber. Then, yeah, she's got yeah. So well, that I, sucks. Also, probably feels like you're on cocaine or something. The way your oh, yeah. body just you, feels you amped. You feel like you feel like I can fucking go. What does she do to test it out? Try to go for a run. Okay, it works. <laughs> <laughs> You you turn it on, and you're like, oh, there's a crosswalk there. You walk, you're like, you, you turn on, you can feel it going, like, okay, bounce up to the crosswalk, all right? Okay, it's it's like, don't walk, don't walk, don't walk. You're looking to block down, you're looking to block down. Don't walk, don't walk. Click, walk. She takes off. <laughs> the wind is moving over her face her clothes are kind of like she's feeling like oh my god 
God, I've never run this fast in my entire life. You're running. Oh God. You just keep going. Let me learn how to use this. Yeah. I rolled 2d6. Comes up to a total of three. And I add three dice to my initiative roll. Is that correct? Uh, I, yeah, so did you upgrade it in Hero Lab? Did you reprint yourself? Yeah. So what's your initiative score now? Because your initiative was it's 7 plus 1. 7 plus 2. Plus 2d6 now. So yeah, you just rolled 2d6 and then... Alright, I rolled 2d6 and I got 3 out here. And <laughs> no success because I'm not shooting for the 5, right? Right. So, so yeah, you, you feel it's a little bit faster, right? You, but you could tell there's still a little bit more, right? If you um, if you really if you really like it takes a bit to get used to you're slightly uncoordinated you know but but it's gonna come so essentially you will spend probably I'm gonna say the next couple of weeks just like turning it on and off trying all the things you've tried like you you pick up a guitar that you haven't played in a while and you're like man I can play Flight of the Bumblebee at double speed <laughs> holy moly this is amazing yeah wired reflexes are interesting because they're all about reaction right like your body still can only get pushed as far as it normally could yeah. but you can like yeah. send the message from your brain to your arm faster you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it's like it's like you, you know, you've had moments where your body has moved this quickly in spurts, you know, and you, you've you seen, you know, like you, you, uh, you, you bump, you bump into the counter and a knife, uh, you know, a knife falls off the edge and you just like, well, you catch it like before it goes anywhere, you know, barely over the edge. You're like, wow. Yeah. I usually would have had to uh, like reach a little bit farther before snagging that out of the air. That sort of thing. It's like all stuff your body has done before, it just feels so much easier now. <laughs> okay, so we'll leave we'll leave Kat there for a minute. Um Mac. Mac, it's uh it's been about half an hour. And you have you've got your money. You guys finished eating at uh the IHOP or House of Pancakes, wherever it was, that you guys had the all-night breakfast and beers. Everyone's kind of gone their separate ways. It's maybe maybe uh, five in the morning now. You've got a bottle of pills in your pocket and a shit ton of money. Right. All right. Well, fuck it. And he takes a few pills. And he pays a few debts. And he's feeling good for a couple days. And then he starts to feel bad again. And then he takes a couple more pills. And he uh, goes and buys some stuff. Kind of goes and gets back some of the... Like, takes back some of the things that he had stripped away from him by this... By this heartless corporation and uh so he buys goes to some of the old medical supplies uh medical supplies and magical supplies that he used to go to he knows where to pick this stuff up 
and he knows the talk to try and uh, nothing too high end and the highest thing he picks up is uh, medicine lodge um, uh, for magic and he picks up all he buys it doesn't buy the pre-assembled kits though because that's going to raise some flags so instead he buys it little piece by piece like he's just replacing stuff that was already owned using his fakes in uh, just little by little uh, picking up the pieces of the life he once had and this is what he's wanted for a hell of a long time but everything he gets and adds everything every step he takes back towards that life just makes him hate more that it was taken from him and he just gets more and more angry and that just makes him take more and more pills and so one night he uh he's picked up a couple more prescriptions and one night he he takes half the bottle and uh and a bunch of uh a bunch of whiskey chaser so he he's unconscious now and we know you're not dead, so we're not going to make you roll. <laughs> you're, you're out of it. You've taken all the drugs you had left. You've drank the whiskey bottle from its half-full state all the way down, whipped it against the wall. It's shattered in the corner. Kind of like... Throw yourself down on the floor, leaning back on the couch, you know, butt on the floor. Severed your finger. <laughs> what the heck? Severed his finger. The broken whiskey bottle. You're bleeding back up. From, you're, you're <laughs> it bleeding, just holds it on. a little bit from one of your fingers. Yeah. Amber turd. And then you... <laughs> you just slip into unconsciousness. Oh, he looks like Gerald. Colors are swirling. Blackness. There's a feeling of cold. And you hear... Yeah, fuck this. You hear... hear kind of this rustling of leaves. You hear, like, trees kind of swaying and the branches rubbing against each other a little bit. You... You suddenly you can see up you're lying on your back in a forest and you can see it's a starry night and the stars are thick and this is weird because like you've been out in the woods you know you, you've taken some trips in various places uh you know away from seattle and there's no such thing as anywhere on earth where you've ever been where there isn't like some kind of light pollution but here you can see more stars than you could have possibly imagined existed nice you're sitting there and you're like this is you're just in awe of it for a few moments like, oh my god this is crazy if i i must be dead i must have died and whatever afterlife this is is a place where there's no technology technology just isn't here you get that sense you look down your your cyber hand is not there it's a normal hand both your hands are normal and i just begin to ball as soon as i see my regular hand i'm just like 
just, just everything falls away and just weeping. So you, you're on your back, you're crying, you can, tears start to pool in your eye a bit and you start, you get to be blurry. So you kind of roll over a little bit, push yourself up till you're on your knees and you're like wiping the tears a little bit. And you kind of hear something very soft. These foot, these footfalls, just softly in the leaves, sounding like they're maybe 20, 25 feet away from you. Coming towards you slowly, not at a run, at a very gentle walk. Who's there? So you look up and there's a dark figure. It's at night, right? So it's a dark figure, hooded robe, all the way to the ground, holding a staff, just standing there, looking at you. You can't see the face, it's totally blacked out. <clears throat> they take their staff, they raise it, and then bring it down into the ground. Not like f but just with this strength. And the base of it sinks into the ground. And then he lets go of it, this figure. And the staff is kind of up, it's like craggy, it's kind of twisted wood, and like there's a, there's a root ball at the end. Kind of has an arm that comes off of it. And then the figure just steps back and walks away. And just sort of fades out of sight. You stand there, or you sit there for a second and you look at it, and then you look up and something very small from deep back in the trees starts to slightly grow bigger. I mean, it's the size of a pinhead when you first notice it. And it gets bigger, and it gets bigger. And then you start to see kind of this motion. And then you see it kind of drop down near the ground, swoop up, open its wings, and land on its staff. Turn its head, turn its eye towards you, and it caws. It's a very, very large raven. Am I dead? Kind of looks off to the side, looks at you, looks at the ground. And then pulls out a wing and starts cleaning its feathers. Right, stupid question. You, uh... And then it kind of stops and stares at you. And you just get this urge to stand up. I do. I'll stand, and if it doesn't resist, I'll walk a little forward. As you do, it just puts its right wing out, just its right one. And you're like, you look at that, it's weird. Birds always do this. Yeah. Two hands, two wings. They don't do one, so it puts its one wing out. And then it draws it back in and kind of tilts I'll, its head. I'll put my right hand out. That's my still yeah. non-cyber. 
So as, you, as soon as you start to put it out, you've barely, you've just kind of barely started to put your hand out, it, it alights into the air, swoops down and comes up and lands on your arm. And then, then it kind of like slowly walks up your shoulder and it starts like kind of gently like pecking at your hair, pulling, pulling at whatever loose hair and kind of like pulls at your shirt a bit and then it just sits there. And all of a sudden in your mind, in your mind, something starts to trigger, start to get this feeling. Like, like every time the bird touches you with its beak, something gets like more and more intense and it's not like loud it's not sound but it's not pressure but it's not light but it's not temperature but it's kind of all of them at the same time and you get this sense that you get this sense that there's something something about to happen I'm going to lift up my other hand. Is it still there or is it a stump? It's still there. It looks normal. I'm going to hold it out to this creature if it wants to perch on it. So you bring it towards it and it kind of pecks at your hand. And your hand looks normal and feels normal, but the beak sound is definitely pecking metal. Hmm. And for, for and the first kind of time ignore- in a really long time, his arm doesn't ache at the connecting point. It's hot, but it doesn't ache. So just as a GM here, what did you take for your initiate? For initiate, um, I actually took uh, quickening. Nice. Yeah, okay. And Uh, I was going to ask, I did have enough karma to initiate twice. But if you think I can only do it one time, that's okay. Oh, no, no. I told you to do it twice. You got to do it twice. So the second initiation, which was much... uh, The first one was an ordeal, so a vision. The second one was more mundane and like meditation and pulling yourself back. The stuff that I was trained to do in like training through the corporation. But the first one was how to um, how to do quickening. So you got quickening and what was the next initiative And the next level? one was uh, masking. Masking. Okay. So you feel, you feel your totem. You're just, you're raving here. Like... Uh, you can feel like through its touch, just like something is coming from it into you. And then as you kind of like look side-eye at the bird, it's like just being a bird. It's like totally like you had ever seen any wild bird or bird at the zoo. And it's behaving kind of totally normal like any tame bird might if it was sitting on a shoulder of, of someone's shoulder. But but there's something going on here. Like every time it kind of like moves its feet and like moves back and forth, each time it lets go and puts its foot back down on your shoulder, you feel like this surge of something coming into you. I'm going to look at it and be like, 
Wait, wait. Why, why are you trying to... What's the point of trying to fix me? It's just gonna break. It all breaks. <laughs> so when, when you do that, it kind of like stops moving for a second. And it turns its beak and it pokes you in the temple. Really hard, twice. All right. I get, uh, it's not me. Got it. Got it. <laughs> and then it kind of like, kind of like does this little chattering sound that almost sounds like a, like a chuckle, and it clicks its beak a bit. Kind of, and then it kind of like bobs its head up and down a little bit, and then uh, it just goes back to like like preening itself on you. And then this goes on for like a few more minutes. And then uh, you start to feel like tired, like a little bit sleepy. And you're like, oh man, I just want to sit down. I'll kneel carefully. So when you do, the bird takes off, flies again and sits on the, on the staff that was pushed into the ground. Sure, and I'll sit in a lotus kind of position. And it turns and it looks at you and you get even more tired. And you're just like, I can't even keep my eyes open. Can't even keep my eyes open. And you're just like, oh. And so you just, you can't control it. You, you kind of fall down on your side just, a bit, but you're yeah. still looking in that direction. And the bird takes into the air and flies back where it came from. And as it disappears, things start to spin a little bit. The whole world, you kind of start getting the spinnies. It's just starting to happen. And then you start to see that figure come back again. The cloaked figure. Walks up, takes the staff, pulls it out of the ground, turns around and starts to walk away. And you're unconscious. You wake up. And you're back in your apartment. Slumped against the couch. And I puke my guts out. And you vomit. But you feel a little bit different. You feel like something's changed. You feel like there's this kind of uh feel centered a little bit. Where you know, weeks ago you would have Hated being by yourself. You would have hated it because, you know, you're alone. You're alone with your own devices. You can kind of, no one's there to stop you or discourage you or, or socially um, look down upon the fact that you might take all those drugs you've usually got stashed somewhere. But right now you're like, you're calm about it. You're like, yeah, if I had drugs, maybe, but maybe not. Maybe I'd be okay. I'm gonna. Feel, um, um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to flush my stash. I don't know okay. if that's gonna take a composure check or something. Yeah, you're gonna do a composure check plus three to your pool. Same, right. same uh, threshold though. I have to find that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where did that go? 
There it is. Plus three. So I'll add three more dice to this. Holy crap. Wow. Okay. So that's a total of six hits. Yeah. So you're you're feeling just totally calm. You grab your stack. You don't even hesitate. You take it, chuck it, you flush it. You don't even watch it go down. You walk out of the bathroom, over to the kitchen, get a kettle. You put water in it. You put it on the stove. You grab a teacup. You grab a bag of green tea. And you just wait for it to boil. And you're feeling very, very relaxed right now. In the back of my head, I can't stop thinking about, like, they're as pitiful as I've been. And I mean that literally. I can't help but think of others who, like, I've had a rough run, but there are worse. And then I just dismiss that thought and I get get angry and I'm trying to flex that metallic hand of mine and sometimes I don't I don't notice it and it still gets clenched up but other than I concentrate and just loosen it up and I just try to breathe and I feel more calm and I pick up Fred's gun and I put it in the holster and I call Call radio. Give radio a call. I'll call Gerald too, but uh, uh, just check in. They're just kind of on my mind. Cats goes to voicemail. Cool. Yeah, do you want to play that out, or is that just sort of like feed into the scene we did before? Either one. Whatever's uh, good. We're going to pause there because cool. it's 8 30 my time and I have to pee. Um, <laughs> but cool, yes, thanks, we man. may pick that up when we come back. Yeah. All right. Um, hey, does anybody else want to do the talk thing? And like, shout out? Nah, we'll just take a break. We'll just take a break. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere, because we have to go somewhere. (laughs) After these pisses, we'll be right back. Yep. It's alright, alright. We will come back. I, I guess I probably shouldn't break into yet another different accent. All right, yeah, we're back. Woohoo! So, uh, internet, hi, we are back. Uh, we're playing some Shadowrun, and don't forget, we can—we'd love to hear from you. And if this is your first time uh, or not, uh, feel free to hit the like, follow, subscribe—all that nonsense. I'm gonna get off the screen and let Steve take over. Steve. Yo. Well, so it's been a while. It's been four months now since you guys last kind of worked together. A little bit of keeping in touch, a little bit of messaging, yeah, from, from person to person. Um, hey, Gerald, you're not dead yet, right? Awesome. And a wannabe. Yeah. Alright. How do I make it read a tally? You'll fly again soon. 
So you guys get a message. 16. On your pan from Bliss. Hey guys, it's been a while. I know. I'm sorry. I've been, I've been, I've been doing something that's uh, required required my focus and my attention for a little while. So, uh, yeah, I'll tell you guys about it later. But um, right now, I have to. We we have to meet if it's possible. Um, yeah. Are you guys down for like um, for for, uh, for meeting up? Say um, in a, in I don't know. I got a hotel room where I've been at the last couple of nights. You guys mind popping in there? Not a problem. Of course, I'm always up to see you, Bliss. Is this a call or a message? Uh, it's it's kind of like a or it's a missed call. call. Yeah. It's a conference call. She does. Are we all on this? Yeah. Anybody need your ride? I got my van. I'll take a lift. I can. I can pick someone up on the way. I can use the exercise. It's fine. I'll take the ride. Can't keep up with radio anyway. I'm just trying to find the right map here. There it is. She gets out there and gets electrified, man. Oh, look. Some people are actually in here. Uh, I have a right. No, Bliss, Bliss and Cat are in here. We just need to get everyone else in here. All right. Um, so she kind of <laughs> sends you a, a message and, uh, yeah, meet me here. The door's, the door's open. Don't worry. I'll see you coming. Just walk in. So, so you guys show up one at a time as you walk down the hallway into this place. Um, the door just kind of like opens, you step through and it closes and you're like, whoa, that's a lot of weird light coming from the back area. Actually, there's two of us walking in. When I get there, it's me and Mac. Put you over there, and then Mac. Uh, sorry, which up. map are you on there, Steve? Yeah, you're gonna swap maps. Yeah, I, I don't see no map. Oh, I gotta update. Well, I just I gotta update it. You guys aren't in here, Todd. It's uh, whichever one's active right now. What did I call it? Unfortunately, oh, it's called Hacker Hideout. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Aha. There we are. Yeah, and we can, uh, yeah, just light the whole thing up, because, of course, you would light the whole thing up. <laughs> you know how Bliss is? She kind of, like, kind of likes to have a lot of gadgety gadgets going on. So you guys are in there. She's like, yeah, come on back, guys. i got to show you some stuff. So she calls you Wow. I'm just making idle conversation. You know what this place needs is a TV or two. Oh no! Too many. Too many. Yeah. You guys gotta come. I gotta pull some stuff up on the screen here for you. You gotta see all this. And there's like too many to count before she starts like directing your attention to uh, a couple of monitors. It's like, okay, guys, since we. Since we last hung out, 
By the way, it's good to see you all. Uh, everyone looks good. I run up and give her a hug. Mac, you look real healthy. Cat, you look a little jumpy. Um, but it is good to see you. Gerald, I'm glad to see you vertical. Radio. I'm always vertical for you, Bliss. <laughs> oh, God, you walked right into that one. <laughs> all right. I am not surprised at all, you sweet old beast of a man. What you got? Oh, oh, by the way, Bliss, I got to let you know, you are my beneficiary when it need, if it comes to it. I did know that. Um, yeah, I did keep an eye on you when you went under for that procedure. Uh, daring, I will say. But it looks good on you, or in you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to go out for, like, breakfast after this. But anyway. Nice. So, after we... After we left, it kind of bugged me, the note on the piece of paper. Um, so, I did a little digging. I, I called, uh, first thing I did was call a contact of mine. He's in, he's in the, uh, he's in the Yakuza. Because I kind of needed to know, straight up, straight up. Was this them, you know? And what was their involvement? And he could tell me a little bit about it. Essentially, he's not a member of the Yakuza family that was a part of the, the heist to steal all that cyberware from Horizon in the first place. But it's kind of hard to completely hide anything between Yakuza families, right? They kind of all know what everyone's doing. I mean, you know, they do get together. The bosses do get together on a regular basis to make sure they're not stepping on each other's toes. And they do share information. So a lot of that trickles down. Some of it I was able to get from my contact. Um, so basically what he told me was, this wasn't them. This was not actually a Yakuza family that stole the cyberware from Horizon in the first place. They had nothing to do it. Everyone denies it. Uh, there was some going back and forth, apparently, about, you know, one family not believing another when they were all asserting that um, that this wasn't done by any of the actual real Yakuza families. Now, there's a lot of hangers-on to families. Uh, you know, there's the odd super low-level guys that kind of, hey, I'm from Japan too, I'm going to join up, I'm with so-and-so. But no one really gets into Yakuza without actually being known. So it can be fairly... We can be fairly certain that that wasn't actually the Yakuza that stole it from Horizon. So that that raised some some issues for me, and I had to do some digging for a lot longer. I did have quite a few conversations with uh, His Excellency. He's off uh, he's off in Brazil right now on some other job. I mean, if there's ever a place for him to be, whew, Brazil. Watch out, Brazilians. Anyway, whole other story. Right, I'm yep. just picturing that big guy with a Brazilian. Yeah, me too. I'm picturing it when he gets off the plane. Me too. Oh, plane? He didn't take a plane. 
I, I, he, he promised me he would give me the whole story when he gets back, and I'll invite you guys to if he's down for that. But anyway, oh, big Sasquatch in the trees makes my heart flutter. Anyway, he he kind of did his report back to Horizon. Uh, apparently, all of their follow up on that just went into dead ends. Horizon themselves do have contacts in the Yakuza, so I'm assuming that they eventually found out what I found out. That was, it wasn't them. So that left me with the question, well, who the heck actually, what was this all about? Like, how did this crate of like lots of very expensive cyberware actually get stolen and then end up with the, um, end up with that piano family? You know, so, Say curious is gonna get you killed one day, but I know you'd have never have it any other way. So continue. So I took a bit of a risk. I took a bit of a risk. It seemed clear to me that when Flip Johnson gave you that piece of paper with that message on it, Mac, that he was reaching out, and I decided that I was just gonna trust that that was true. So, yeah. Remind our viewers uh, what, what what I wrote. What it says. I got it. I can't remember. <laughs> oh yeah, not all of us are. Uh... We're not all as loyal as you might think. Yeah, that's right. We're not all as loyal as you might think. And Oops. and so those are words that would probably get a man like him killed. Yeah, which is why he wrote it instead of saying it. Yeah, which is, and I kind of thought about that for a little while, and I kind of thought, like, that, that made sense why he wrote it down, right? You don't, you don't speak that aloud, you don't, you don't, someone's always listening, right? Someone's always watching, yeah. someone's always reading. But, like, you have that piece of paper, you had that piece of paper, like, no one's getting that, no one's expecting that these days. So, I started looking at, putting pieces together. What has the Piano family done? What are the businesses are they into? What has been reported about them in, you know, legit and non-legit media? What's the whisper on the deep net, the dark net, the deep dark net, all of that. Tried to uh, get some introductions to other runners that may have had some dealings with them. All of this online, all of this heavily, heavily, let's just say, in the time since you've seen me last, I've learned how to look like someone I'm not. It's a good trick. I've been working on that yeah. too. So, or at least I eventually not reached around. out. I eventually reached out to Blurp himself, not as Bliss, but uh, coming to him saying that I knew what was going on, but I was a friend. took quite a while of uh, attempting to connect with him. He is very flighty. Yeah, and eventually I, I kind of had to hint that I'd some, I was someone that worked with him before, and though I appeared to him not as Bliss, I kind of had to let him know it was me. Eventually when he put two and two together, he started to open up a bit, and what I had assumed was the truth, he confirmed. Which 
was that okay so you got to understand this because i i learned this from you know talking to people who talk to people and and he kind of confirms this for me so you got to know this she pulls up <laughs> this crazy on the monitors this crazy like flow chart of that she put she's put together and it's like there are polaroids you know like photoshop kind of like virtual polaroids with red strings going between things and like marker <laughs> right now that you okay this is this is the family okay this is a squally piano up here he's the dawn this family goes back a few generations the leadership of this family is passed on uh through heredity you cannot just become the dawn of this family without being of his seed let's say underneath him you got this guy this is alfonso donkey he's the consigliere now donkey isn't actually his real last name took me a while to figure that out his real last name actually is piano but uh donkey's just a nickname i can't for the life of me figure out why uh i can give you like three guesses but you know these mafia guys yeah these mafia guys kind of pick stupid names so here's the four capos of this family you got barney you got gary you got tony and you got our guy crandall now each of these guys have what they call guys each of these capos have guys underneath them she points out three for barney for gary for tony their names are all there but it's not important at this point and he's like here is here's crandall's people you got Ferguson, you got Flerp, and you got Kyle. Now, they don't necessarily always like work together, apparently, uh, the guys. But uh, Crandall apparently isn't isn't the nicest capo to be working for. He's the shadiest asshole we know. Yeah, he's not—he's not the greatest. He's kind of a little bit different in personality to the other capos. He um, has no legitimate ability to move up. Consigliere gotta be biological family. Boss gotta be biological family. Capo. One of the four, at least at any given time, is going to be biological family. In this case, uh, I'm not sure which one of it is. This is one of the interesting things. They somehow keep that secret, um, which is apparently why Alfonso Donkey doesn't go by piano. It's very tightly guarded within uh, the family. Or, or at least it's it's tightly guarded, you know, in terms of they don't want people outside the family to know who's related to who because they don't really want this line of succession to become something public, apparently. Um, so when you become a capo, you uh, you you're you change your name, and they pay some serious hackers a lot of money to make your past disappear. So these guys that work under the capos, well, none of them are family. This is 
interesting too, and I'm not really sure how that plays into things. But so Crandall, Crandall is very clearly not the guy. Somehow Flirp figured this out at some point. So he knows he's stuck where he is. He can't go up. But he can't jump to some other family because they're not going to accept him either. It's kind of the same sort of thing, right? Like, if you jump to our family, we know you're betraying your family, so why are you going to be loyal to us? That just doesn't happen. So, Flurp knows his place. He knows, yeah, he could become a capo, but that would be it. That's as far as he would go. But, you know, for a, a guy that does his job well in the family, kind of told me he could make a good living off that. The one and only time when you would see a family have a boss that's not ascending to his position through hereditary lines is when the whole family gets wiped out. This apparently happened about a hundred years ago in some of the families from Italy and Sicily. I think there's movies made on the subject you could find. I watched a few of them at 2X, it was interesting. So, it was hard to get him to talk about details beyond kind of that organizational stuff. What he hinted at, what I'm gathering from what I, what the conversations I had with Flurp, and kind of looking at the patterns of the way the other capos have done their business, and the way Crandall has done his business, I feel like Crandall is angling to do a repeat of what happened a hundred years ago. He's, he seems to be angling to wipe out boss, conciliary, and any other family members. This whole dealing of the crate thing, yeah, it was bullshit. That was not the Yakuza who stole it. It was Crandall and someone from outside the family that he hired that stole it from Horizon because apparently the order had come down from up top that the piano family was going to steal it directly from Horizon. But not steal, because this is a kind of a deal that these guys have uh, with various manufacturers. Stuff goes missing, insurance pays for it, and the family profits. They have a deal like that with somebody on the inside at Horizon, at Ares, at uh, Mitsushima, and uh, apparently a couple of other places. Right, but, uh, Bliss, this all sounds really, um, really fucking complicated. But, um, we don't know which ones are family, do we? We no. just know Crandall isn't. Yeah. So we don't and, know who else might be in on it, who might be the target. You know, it's great seeing y'all, but what does this have to do with us? Like, well, why should we care? I mean, it's exactly job. my question. I mean, not if no one's hiring. <laughs> Someone wants to hire me, they can go through my fixer, all right? <laughs> None of this. All right. I mean, it's great hanging out. Well, this is the thing. This is what eventually I had to drill down to with Flirp, is why did he reach out to us? What was the point? Because he very clearly 
acknowledged that he was trying to reach out to us to continue. So I got him to finally spit it out. He's loyal to the family. He knows his place. He's loyal to the family. And he knows most of the other guys are loyal to the family. As far as he knows, all the other couples are loyal to the family. Crandall very clearly isn't. But he needs proof of that. And he needs a way to uh, essentially expose him. So what he wants to do is hire us essentially uh essentially to continue to do the dirty work that crandall wants done in crandall's efforts to sow dissent within the family but he wants us to essentially succeed without succeeding to do the job but not in the way manakani wants it done he wants us to be the squad that Crandall thinks is working fully for him, doing the misdirection, sowing seeds of dissent, causing trouble, upset the family, set the stage for a coup kind of thing. But meanwhile, we'll be double agents the whole time, working fuck over Crandall. Oh, double agents get double pay. They also get double oh, pay. Well, I'll tell you this, we're only going to die once, so that's a good deal. It makes a point there. This is true. Starting to learn that it's what, what you do in the meantime. I don't know if so, this is the hill I want to die on, though. <laughs> well, here's, the, here's how he explained to me why it made sense that he came to people in our positions. You, you can't bring people in with a reputation. You can't bring people into this family who are known, right? So if we're gonna come from nothing, if he's, we gotta come from nothing. Right, well, got that covered. Bliss, is His Excellency going to be accessible if need be? I mean, he does get around. We might need his help at time. Well, he's, don't know if about nothing that. else if nothing else information well he's always going to be around uh you know if i call him he'll pick up apparently he's gotten better at using his pen last time i called him he answered it and there were no weird noises it kind of amazed me actually well you had to talk him through it i remember that you had to tell him i scanned just do that don't do that yeah, but I scanned it, and there were no viruses, no malware, no tracking, but it was clean. Clearly, it's I not him. He's been killed. He told, me, he told me he did it himself. Your step-parents are dead. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. He did it himself? He fixed his own... Yeah. We have to yeah, assume he's been oh. compromised. Yeah, I thought so too, but no. I talked to him for a while, and apparently he... <laughs> actually like read, read some you know posts about how to do things and he's learned a little bit about computers he learned how to read too yeah this is good news yeah he he said he used his pan for a whole month straight without breaking it and needing to replace it either that was amazing 
Anyway. But yet, when you called him the other day, he did have an attitude. Well, he always he hasn't does, changed that. No, I wouldn't want him to. No, he, he. The last I talked to him, he told me he was off on a one-man mission in, uh, well, a one-beast mm -hmm. mission. I see, man. I don't even know. But he's, yeah, he's on in a Brazil. one Sasquatch job in Brazil, uh, down in what's left of the natural areas down there. I envy him. Oh, for that job. But listen, that's a, that's an aside. Of course, if he's around, you know. He's going to help, but... Um... Well, the reason I ask about it is because he worked for Horizon and he has connections. He does, well, which is part of how I got in touch with... Uh, with Horizon. Like, he actually put me in touch with them. Um, now, what he... What I found out doing some digging was you know who the connection was between horizon and the piano family because obviously there i track some money going back and forth between members of the piano family and someone who's kind of let's say mid-level at horizon turns out that same kind of thing happened at a few cyberware manufacturers right so this is their little deal stuff falls off the back of the truck they hire an outside person to investigate it they make the insurance claim. Horizon still makes their money. They, uh, in this case, Piano Family gives a kickback to the guy on the inside on top, so he gets his money for organizing the disappearance of a shipment. That's their little arrangement. Right. Um. But His Excellency is actually, I want to say, undercover then for Horizon to track it down. Well, he his his thing was a was a one-time contract with them uh, apparently they do that all the time they'll they'll pull people in with certain skills certain knowledge of certain areas to go investigate things apparently the reason why he was called in was because the um the original shipment disappeared in um a section of the rainforest in central america while it was being shipped between the manufacturing facility and the shipping facility it was basically a situation of who's best suited to take advantage of the terrain that's why they went after someone of his skills so and, uh, let me get this straight what he just, just followed to, it all the way to seattle to just jump back around you want to do this i want to do this you want to dive deep in with the mob? Well, I mean, you know, we are all criminals. So are they. They're just better at it than us. Well, that's true. Um, I mean, it's not like I've got suitors knocking down my door or anything. So, like, I guess, but a payday's a payday, but it just seems like I'd be dead in a week. Love I'll be up front with you guys. She says. She says to. She says you loving the accent, by the way. Yeah, I got tired of blending into. Yeah. Cat. Up front with you guys. If Bliss is in, I'm in. I have been Bliss's backup for a few years. I will not let her get Shanghai into something that's yeah. going to have her dead. I'm I'm with Bliss. If it's a way we can get dead, I'm on board. 
Yeah, I mean, I got no reason to not want to do this. I just need the reason to. And if, you know, if you're if you're setting this up, then you you can ensure we're getting paid. Sure. So and if Mac and you can watch your back, that's just extra, I guess. So I yeah. didn't get any dollar figures or union figures, but essentially what Flurp indicated was you're going to get paid from Crandall when he hires you because, you know, Flurp's the one that does Crandall's hiring. But to do what Flurp wants, you're going to get some on the back end as well. So, yeah. He's got to make sure this whole... Flurp's not going to get in trouble for the... Uh... Or, or even traced as far as who he's paying to help. I mean, well, we gotta like actually deal with uh, Crandall. If he, well, well, as long as that guy's got pull and we, we're screwing him over, that's gonna be a problem. But if this all goes well, right? I mean, then we did a favor to the mob. Worst case scenario, we do the job proper. Crandall rises to the top, and um, and we we've, we've got favors. We get paid. Okay, maybe that's not the worst case, but you know. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine doing another job for pianos. Their new yen's as good as anyone else's. I suppose if this all goes down, then we can decide later if we need to like go for Team Crandall or Team Piano. I think if this is gonna be gonna work we're gonna have to make that choice early i don't want to be triple agenting this that's that's too big a number for me that i'll takes, work with that, simple that's stuff. Fair. that's bad well and i look around the room for uh i don't know is there any snacks or food that bliss has got like on the go out here room service <laughs> Um, yeah, you, the, you, you, the hotel. you look around and you see it's kind of like the place is kind of strewn with um, wrappers of things and just some empty shopping bags and, you know, there there's a fridge. It, yeah, where you guys don't know Bliss very well, but she's got a chocolate addiction. All right, if I oh, see yeah, the chocolate laid around and she doesn't mind, I'll scoop it up, toss it up in the air, catch it. You get the sense that she hasn't slept in a while. And she definitely has not taken the time out of putting all of this together to bother sleeping, most likely, <laughs> very often. So the chances that she would have cooked herself a home meal and brought some groceries home are less than none. But, right. um, Bliss, let's grab some groceries. I know a good place. Let's go get some vitamin D on you as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, these screens are not doing me any favors. I mean, it's lots of yes. UV, but you know, come on, come on. Outside. All right, I, I I could go for some breakfast foods. Waffles. It's like eleven o'clock at night, but sure, sure. And bacon, and bake. Don't forget the bacon. Bacon. So I can have. I can have Ethel cook us up something real nice. Hang on a second. Oh, that would be great. Let's get out of this. Cheryl just uh, kind of closes his eyes for a second as he links up with Ethel and has her 
cook some food. Yeah. Oh, it's floating on the little dock that your helicopter is like a like a whole little <laughs> a little outdoor kitchen by the water. She runs like to the local corner store. Your uh, your Ethel runs to the local corner store, grabs some like odds and ends ingredients, you know, flour, milk, eggs, uh, that sort of stuff. Comes bacon. back. Don't forget the bacon. Yeah, some. Dear some God, bacon. that would be expensive. Yeah, it's not real. It's not soy. It's all. Or it's not. It's not real. It's all soy. <laughs> Come comes back. Managed to find some spelt flour, but you know that's which is good. Uh, and and of course, if you Gerald had looked around, you'd find there was no, um, anything utensils, cutlery, anything. So you'd have her pick up some paper plates and <laughs> stuff, and then like, uh, a. A dollar store frying pan. I'm going to and um ascend lists when I get a spare minute. Okay. Do a a sensing roll. I'm just going to check to see like what's her general state of health because I don't. I don't know. She seems a little. She reminds me of me on a bender, in a weird kind of way. Yeah. Well, she is right. Well, like, I my character doesn't like, know that. Yeah. Zero hits. Uh, nice. The the looks, background radiation from all the screens yeah. is like too much. It's too techy. I'm just like I can't. I yeah. Actually, I don't even know she what looks, I'm looking at because she's yeah. resonance and it's just messing with the signal. Yeah. Totally fine. Nothing looks any different from any other time you've ever seen her. Oh yeah. Still I'm gonna make a perception check on her. Okay. See if she does look thin. Let me. Make adjustment here. Greater than five. I just stepped outside of that night air that we were talking about. That sounds great. I got four successes. Does she look like she's actually thinning? To no. The, to the point of getting sick? No. Actually, if you look at her, if anything, she looks slightly more toned. Oh. Ever so slightly. What have you been doing, girl? Uh, Matrix. You're looking, you're looking healthier. Yeah, I had my hair redyed. It's nice and pink again. Other than that, you know, hair changes more. color often. Romancing, tech romancing, same kind of thing. Oh yeah, that reminds me. Did my hair grow back? <laughs> Did you lose? What was the story? Oh, yeah, I was going to ask that too. I was going <laughs> to. No, ask you that. forgot about that. See all yes, the wires. <laughs> yeah, the the hair is kind of like, yeah, it's like a couple inches you said it long was now. Four months, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's, it's like three four inches long now, maybe. It's not like, yeah, it's kind of where you've had to like do something with it to get it like looking like something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you guys, you uh, watch the iRobot do some miracles with very cheap ingredients and equipment, <laughs> and the, the the food it produces is palatable. It smells good too. This is so you guys the best like, grub I've had in a while. There's yeah. You know what? I was on the fence before. I'm in now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
so like if you look kind of behind the monitors like you know around here you can kind of see there was a there was a couch that kind of is turned backwards towards the wall uh you could pull out to sit on you know there's some like crates and stuff over here you could pull out to use this <laughs> something to sit on there's there's a desk here if you really wanted to like um you know eat off of that you can i i I ideally want to get out of Blisses and go someplace less technical. It's giving me a headache. It's all good, though. Yeah. I'm with you there. I yeah. get it. well, so, earlier. So, so you guys eat and then and then finally convince her, okay, you, you need to get outside. You, you guys hang out through the night a bit. Swap a couple of, you know, stories. And it's like, okay, okay, we'll, we'll go down. We'll have... Uh, We'll have we'll have some. No, it's true. A bird gave me man no voice. Weirdest thing beer. happened in a dream. Okay, so you uh, you guys go go down and you're eating and stuff while you're eating in there, and you're kind of like packing everything up. Robots cleaning up after you. Oh God! Uh, I want that future. <laughs> the, and the robot, while you're eating, has kind of walked around and picked up some of the garbage off the floor and straightened things out, folded some like underwear in the corner, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, yeah, just disappeared into. Maybe this funny image of like this robot in the corner with underwear, folding it. <laughs> it, goes, it goes into the bathroom, comes out, it smells better in there afterwards. Like, just starts going by different, and then I already want the shit flowers. You guys are like just about ready to go out, and Bliss is like, "Hold on a second. Uh, pulls out her pan, and is like, "Um, hey, uh, you guys ready? You guys willing to meet like?" Pretty much right now. This is Johnton. I mean, we're here. Okay, yeah, I mean. he's. Uh, what do you want? I don't know. He just kind of sends me a code now when uh, when he wants to get together. There's a place that we've agreed on. It's kind of like a little Chinese noodle place, um, a couple of blocks from here. And does he know? We're here. Uh, no, but I can tell him. I did tell him I was gonna pull you guys in because that was the request, right? Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. So I'll tell him. I'll tell him you guys are on board. Okay. All right. Well, let's go. So uh, let me find that map. Question out of character. Yeah. The yakuza. Are they Japanese? Yeah. yeah. Triads are Chinese. When I contacted Bliss, she would have hooked me up with somebody with them, I'm guessing. I, instead of Jap, uh, Chinese, I would rather have learned Japanese. Well, you would not. Sounds like you That's either. okay. Is it possible? Yeah. I thought you learned either. I thought you failed because you were <laughs> trying to do both. No, I, I, I thought I did you were learn. learning Japanese, but got confused oh. and learned and thought you were learning Chinese. <laughs> That's Chinese what I really thought. 
Yeah, I mean, you said you didn't actually again. I would rather have gone with the Yakuza family per se in in that direction, language wise. Yeah, you can practice with Ethel. So, it, would it be okay with you that I change from Chinese to Japanese if that's a choice? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that kind of stuff is okay. Right. That, that's what I honestly would have wanted. Yeah, I'm just getting rid of Todd's doodles on this. So, does this is this map showing up for you guys now? Uh, uh, we're seeing a map. Which one? Alley. What's yeah. It yeah, the alley. Okay. Uh, is that the same place we went to meet him the first time? No. No. Is everybody in there? Who am I missing? I think I'm not. I see three of us. It's yeah. Arsenio. That's Carl's character. Oh, yeah. Right. Here Bye. What's okay, the name I of the map? Three. There's... Uh, it is. So your GMs have to move yourself? Cyber <laughs> Alley. Yeah, Cyber Alley. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see it. I'll move it to the end so everybody can find it. Help oh, listen, Cat, anyway. And I do. Is that. Uh... Horrible. Radio, right? Because it's yeah, being a pain. You guys were in there. Where did it go? Anyway, keep going. Don't don't wait on me. So, say so you guys come down there. You're in you're in an alleyway. It's kind of this like hidden spot. Um, Bliss leads you into a totally unmarked door over here. Uh, and whoops, Maria. There we go. And then you go up the stairs, she knocks, you guys go in. You're, oh, we're not going to show the inside because it's very secretive. It's yeah. Nobody can know. And there's like Carol, a crazy there, but, old... But uh, what's that? Hold on, it's not showing it. Gerald's there now. There we go. Everyone's there. There. Ger Gerald's this. Put Flurp in there. Oh, nice. Yeah, we need a, a rando, rando guy. This is the uh, the mule. Mule. Nice. Oh, Gerald's not actually there. He sends his mule. Yeah, he, like, oh, yeah, he, yeah, like he is the mule. Okay, nice. hilarious. You patched it up. Yeah. Sweet. All right, so we'll just assume that the Gerald looks like that. And then, oh, I can move him. Perfect. There he is. Random guy. Yeah, that's Flirt. His name's Random Guy. <laughs> Random guy. Um, so he kind of greets Bliss, and and he's like, okay, well, I wasn't sure you guys were going to, uh, how you are going to interpret things, but it is kind of um, nerve-wracking and assuring at the same time that you showed up here. I assume she's kind of brought you up to speed on what I filled her in on. Basics, yeah. I mean, I can say yes, but I guess I don't really know, do I? <laughs> she gotta let something out. Well, I'll be as straight as I can be. Crandall's a fucking traitor. I don't know how he thinks I don't know that. Or, you know, the other uh, the other guys don't know that. But, uh, Maybe they do. 
Maybe they do. I, I don't know. I, I've had a hard time trying to figure out whether I, who else I can trust. And there came a point when I decided it wasn't worth trying to figure that out. Um, the risk was too great. So I decided I had to go outside. And to be honest, you guys weren't the first group. I had to do a job for me to try to, uh, let's say, thwart some of Crandall's attempts to pull this family apart. But you guys were the first ones that uh, succeeded. Seemed at least above board. And uh, yeah, you succeeded with um, a reasonable amount of uh, impressiveness, let's say. No, thankfully nothing crazy was thrown at you, but you know enough to see if you got you know a cool head collectively. But here's where here's we get in, here's where we can get into we're gonna have to get into some deep waters. Now before we dive right into the deep, I do like to know two things. Is there a waiting pool? You're How funny. much are we expected to be able to take in as a retainer? And um, we probably want some kind of like signal that no one else knows that like means we're, we're just totally f***ed. Like an abort cold. I think essentially what we can do is set you guys up with the same sort of uh, situation that Bliss and I have been using over the past month or so. It's just a, a, a few codes. Essentially what we've been doing is um, sending messages that appear as spam advertisements, right? Um, but have within them certain phrases. So she can fill you on in on what means what and how to correctly reply uh, in order to send whatever message you want back. Obviously, it's very limited. We're talking. Stay away. We need to meet. Uh, go to ground. Safe to come out. All right. those kind of things. That but that's about really it. Good, then. I think it's probably good to get some contingencies out the way. Here's what I'm gonna offer. I'm gonna connect you with work. Like, it's gonna come across like any other work would come to you in the similar way that the previous job did. We're gonna meet, a Johnson will be there. My attempt is gonna be to kind of orchestrate things for Crandall himself to have to be there if ever possible. That may not work. But if it works, there's some advantages we might gain there. When the meet's done, you guys are going to do what you did. You're going to head off. You're going to do the job. But before you start it, we're going to meet again, but in secret. And I'm going to tell you what I really need you to do. And that's going to be the way it is. We're going to we can negotiate on what that's worth. But essentially, what I can pay you on the side for that second 
meeting is going to be only what I can only what I can siphon off without it being noticed. Of course. Works for me. It's all on the straight and narrow till it isn't. And we just write it out till we get a... Yeah, no. Checks out. Here's a dumb question. Um, What happens if Crandall dies? Well, if he dies... Are generally... you it to be... Is that how that works? Probably not, right? To stop no, you from doing that? That'd be... Yeah, that would be a bad way to set that up, huh? Yeah. It's... It, there's never a guarantee of who steps into the position. Because if you, if we were to say, well, it's one of his crew that gets it, that motivates us to kill him. If it's yeah. definitely someone from another crew that kills him, that motivates them to kill him. So it could go either way. It's uh, it's very random. Often, often it's uh, someone not associated with a specific crew. There are there are some some guys in that situation who kind of bounce around, but uh, these things don't happen very often. Crandall himself has been in that position for almost fifteen years. He's been uh, he's been a captain. I don't really do wet work often anyway, so. Yeah, if you tried. It. and succeeded Sorry, well, that would be impressive work he's not someone who makes himself available to be killed very well ever it's sleep don't he yep right we'll call that contingency plan c yeah i, w I would say put that out of your mind d for god <laughs> e yeah there, there have been attempts on his life, on and in the other capos' lives. There have been attempts on Alfonso's and uh, Esquale's lives. You know, I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Whenever something like that happens with our family or any of the other families, other people end up dying real soon afterwards. I mean, that is sort of what we're a little worried about, I suppose. <laughs> well, essentially, keep your nose clean, do your job, and and we'll make this work. It's just, this isn't something I want to have happen overnight. If we're thinking, I'm going to send you on one job that's going to take you a week, and we're going to solve this whole issue with inside the piano family, you're dreaming. This is a long con, boys and girls. Children of all ages, this is a long con. Servo noises. Motors. <laughs> Is that the old guy? Hey, gay. The, the mule nods. <laughs> we like use him to make on. espresso. Well, would you like a cup? And I like start to bend down between where its junk would be. The grenade launcher pops out. Okay, so you guys sit and eat for a bit. He, uh, you know, he orders you up some noodles, <laughs> which are like amazing. It's like a bowl of pho, and you'd swear it's real. And then, uh, you know, you can get some skewers and other odds and ends. The Cantonese noodles are like fantastic. It's just like an Asian fusion place, right? And uh, he. He won't really reveal anything more about 
you know, stuff the family has got on the go because he doesn't necessarily know it all. And also, probably we shouldn't know all. What's that? We also probably shouldn't know it all. Yeah, that's the other thing. He's like, you don't want to know this, and he would say that occasionally when trying to, when he, in the middle of telling you things. And the next bit, you don't really want to know. Um, it's all good. I understand, you know. So he leaves it like this. We'll do the I rest. Know, it's fine. Yeah, he leaves it like this. I'm gonna reach out to you sometime in the next three days, ten days, somewhere in that neighborhood. There'll be a job. We got a couple things in the works. It's just a matter of which one of them I can steer at you guys. Uh, and so, until then, don't make any waves, okay? Copy that. Hey, you know what they say. We don't exist. Yeah. Okay, so you guys finish eating up and you go uh, wherever you want to go. Need a glass of water. That shit was hot. <laughs> well, so I'll get... say this: the food's better, getting better and better every day. So, about a week later, or so, a week later, you get you've uh, Bliss has gone back and forth with you to practice. Like these are all the messages that'll come. She's kind of trained you in how to. Uh, how to send and receive, like what you're, how to interpret and and respond to the various codings that they're using with these uh, spam advertisements. And so you get a message that says, uh, "Time to meet." And then you get uh, another code underneath that stipulates virtual. So it's grandma's house. <laughs> so essentially they're wanting you to log on whichever way you normally do uh, and then you get a response from Blish she says I'll secure here's your login um, and sends you basically a virtual like a link to a virtual space and then a login where you can set up an avatar um, and so I'll just we'll just wave it you guys figure that out you log in you're there it's a virtual space. Your avatars can look whatever you've programmed the, them to be. Oh, uh, dang, this is new for me. This is not... I usually just use a screen, and even then, as little as possible. <laughs> yeah, I've got a trode, uh, trode set on my head, um, and uh, just kind of relaxing in my somewhat better apartment. And uh, I'm in my van. It's the only place I got a computer. Yeah, and I, um, I'm logged in on the TrodeNet VR gloves, and uh, just doing my best to do it. I, I can, I took some of the entry level courses, so I know a little bit. I imagine I'm basically just like, like AR VR, if that makes sense, right? It's just like the world is being obscured by like image link contact. Does that mm -hmm. check out? That yeah, work? like if you. If you don't have a way to essentially go full VR, it would just be AR and a lot of it, right? And you just yeah. look like yeah. a like a wee me. <laughs> the best I can get my avatar is just a me. Alicia. Dang. I was gonna say. 
<laughs> the weenie. <laughs> That's awesome. My my guy, it's a basic icon. It's vaguely shaped kind of like myself, um, but with like a pencil suit, like super rail thin with a very narrow tie. I picked that default set, but it's uh, it's a little more stylish of the default choices, but it's still pretty damn default. I do have a better phone, though. I did pick one up at... Uh, oh, nice. I did not. I, <laughs> I did. thought about it, but... As I mean, I guess I could before this meeting if I knew yep. it was coming. I'm going to have a good phone. <laughs> I like the Defender. So, you guys log in. You you come in. Who's in VR? Who's in AR? V. Uh, v VR. And then, so Cat and uh, Radio would probably be VR then. So... AR, yeah. Or AR, sorry. Yeah. So for those of you in AR, you kind of it's kind of like it's 3D, but it's like you can only see it like in front of you essentially, right? For those of you in VR, like it's full surround. You get you get you're in this blank white void. It's if you've seen the movie The Matrix, it's exactly the load screen, <laughs> like the you know, right. the construct. You're standing in the yeah. construct. God, and... you're years ago, for Christ's sake. I need guns. <laughs> Lots of guns. And... I own them, but it's been years since I've seen them. It's all white, as far as you can see. There's no depth. There's no floor. There's no ceiling. It just is. It's just white. It's like... Uh, it's like where God talks to Jim Carrey and Bruce Almighty. <laughs> it's just... There's nothing to be seen there. Um, you... You, you kind of wait for a second and bliss pops in but it's not bliss it's like you're having a you're having a it is but it's like you look at her and she looks like an angel she looks like she looks white flowy dressy situation for a second then it's like my god is that elvira and then it's like happy gilmore the girlfriends walking up in the lingerie with the two jugs of beer for just a split second it's like this flickering like, loop of like over overlapping yeah and then it's the woman in the red dress and then it and then it's bliss and then she's like hey guys good to see you and then you see call me <laughs> and then this is gonna be a common thing i'm gonna need to get something better than this but it's not the little round <laughs> <It's just a laughs> <weird. laughs> and then uh and then you see the purple teletubby come in no jeez standing God. there hey guys it's flirt winky winky i don't say that a purple teletubby bliss are we fully secure she says yeah we're good I and own it. We magic is weird. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got the sprites keeping an eye on things, but we are silent, guys. Just so you know, if when you log off of this, there's anything weird on your pan, it was me. But I got to secure it at your end. Okay, guys. It says Flair. Flair. No, Flair. All right, listen, we don't have a lot of time. I don't want to take a lot of time. Me being away might get noticed today, but 
uh, I have a couple of things coming down the pipe. I'm going to direct a couple of them your way. One of them, which I think is going to work the best for us, kind of a combination of things. It's going to take a little bit of coordination. So, essentially one of the things we do that, uh, you know, I could be proud of or very unproud of, depending on how you want to look at it, is uh, we move people from place to place. And often with those people, we kind of piggyback things with those people. The people we move, I'm not going to talk about that here now. What's being piggybacked in this particular situation is some data. Super important data. The way it's being piggybacked is internally. Uh, we can talk about the details of well, Bliss can fill you in on the details about that. I'm sure she kind of gets the clue. But we have a very small window where the, let's just say, unknowing, unwilling couriers of this data are going to be available for you to get at. When that window is, I don't know yet. I kind of have a broader window of where the narrow window is going to be. I need to hit you on the narrow window. So what I'm going to do is fill you in on what the broad window of time is and then make sure you're ready to pounce when that narrow window arrives. What you're going to end up having to do is a bit of an abduction, a data extraction, and then like catch them and lease, let that fish back into the pond, so to speak, with whatever alternate data you think is gonna, well, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do there. I'm still trying to decide that, whether it's gotta be alternate data or whether you're just gonna do a copy. Um, it might be a bit of an edit, we're not sure. We still have to kind of decide that. Uh, but this is the job. All right. Where I usually fish, uh, catch and release is considered inhumane. <laughs> Where well, you usually let fish, most things are inhumane. Uh, well, we can't all be humane all the time. It's okay. It's overrated. As long as it's not wolves. <laughs> no, it's people. It's definitely people. Soylent Green. Here's the thing, though. You, uh, you boys and girls, you're going to see some shit on this job. Oh, so take a roll of toilet paper with us. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be disturbing. And the one thing that you're going to have to make sure you can handle keeping your mouth shut about what you see to anyone other than who's in this virtual room right here, right now. It's going to be disturbing. But this is part of what this family does. It's disturbing, but it makes us a lot of money. And it ain't stopping anytime soon. 
Can anybody and everybody handle that? Yep. Mum's the word. You don't exist. No problem. So, I'm going to front you some money, but it's got to be earmarked for a very, very specific purpose. I would supply you with what I'm going to go tell you to buy myself, but that's too traceable. You're going to need to acquire these goods on your own, and ideally not from within Seattle. You are all going to need, you are all going to need to upgrade your pan to the highest thing you can possibly find. And between the five of you, I'm going to, uh, and I'm going to want change on this, potentially, essentially what's left over from this. It's going to, you know, we're going to balance this out on the pay on the back end, right? Um, yeah, as long as that's not coming from my wallet, uh, yeah, she's whatever tech you need. I don't even have a pen. I'm going to front you 100000 for the five of you. But you're going to spend that on pan. Because if you don't, and I'm telling you, don't spend this on bullshit. If you don't... This ain't gonna work. Between the five of you, you get the best thing you can possibly get for each of you. And I don't wanna know where you got it, and I don't wanna know who you got it from. It can't be connected to this family. All of a sudden, five things of that quality. Yeah, all right. Once that has been done and you have pans and you have submitted them to Bliss to be upgraded with security that is, let's just say, out of this freaking world, then and only then will I give you the rest of the details. Cool. Can we do that as a montage? Like, as you've been describing, we're like going into fancy stores, buying all that stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we pass it to Bliss and she like kisses it for a while. So I figured it would be like a whole like job you know like i mean yeah. uh, i i would i could availability stuff is not easy to get yeah well that's so essentially this is where we're gonna leave it we're gonna uh we're gonna leave it here with our intrepid heroes being uh thrown a little bit into the deep end you're gonna go shopping you're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna look into uh the craziest shit that um now to be clear you're talking a pan, like a, a regular, um, like a comm link, not a cyber deck. No, 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 no. I think he's talking like uh, a cooking pan. Frank, Lagostina. We're talking the comm link because that's the base unit, but obviously if there's uh, accessories that can go with it. I mean, the cheapest, yeah, yeah the cheapest cyber deck is... 50,000. Yeah. So, like, we're clearly not buying five of those, right? Yeah, that's fair. Um, no, but, but he's yeah, gonna... the most expensive comlink on here is 8,000. That's, yeah, as long as we can, uh, you know, source them. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. So, so we're gonna, we're gonna include, though, the cost of, like, um, upgrade the, the side, the high end software 
programming, all that sort of stuff, right? Because there's a cost to all of that. So he, he'll go on and say a little bit more, like, it's got to be, like, secure. It's got to be, like, a Fort Knox in your hand kind of thing. Because the information that's going to be going back and forth between us from now on needs to be secure. Hey, Plus, GM, am I able to get yeah. it as an implant in my cyber arm? It's an extra two grand. Yeah. Awesome. Sure. Doing that. I don't know about the wisdom of that, but maybe you, you may. I mean, you can un you can disconnect it. Like it's built that yeah, okay. way. You can like open okay. this part, put your phone in, lock it in, and then just use it. Yeah, where are the upgrades in here? Huh. Right. So he'll he'll disconnect and he's gone at that point. Um, yeah, and you guys are still virtually there. So. Uh, if anybody has any contacts that would be a good lead for where to go actually buy that kind of crap. My computer, my computer contact is bliss. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> I don't even have a pen. You probably well, You can also now, all of you can add Flirp Jompton as a contact, a Mafia contact. Mafia fixer. Mafia fixer. He's a two-two for both for everybody. Two-two. Um, yeah. He's a two-two. He's a two-two. I wrote him down. Actually, sorry. His connection rating's a three. His loyalty to you is a two. So he's a three-two. Yeah. He's a fixer. Yeah. Well, to you, he's a fixer. <laughs> I'm sure this has said, been said before, but uh, is Flirp with a U or an E? Oh, U. with a with a U. <laughs> yeah, I I spelled it with a U, but and I'm sure it's been I've in had it wrong this stuff whole time. Before, but I was curious. Yeah, great. Section right. two loyalty three. Sorry, I'm looking at people's contacts here. No. Well, I do know a Terrence. Was it Terrence? Dang, I forgot already. Set me uh, up yeah. with some new, uh, Terrence, new tech. Might have something else. He he could put you on to somebody that you could check out. I don't have Bliss's contacts. Oh my gosh. No one's got any contacts. So you guys are going to have to do some rolling <laughs> to find contacts. This is going to take I... a while. <laughs> I'm actually going to call, um, I know a news reporter and I'm going to ask her like, cause I was, I'll do it all casual. Like, um, if you're doing like a, a story in a foreign, you know, a, a extraterritorial place and you don't want like them getting easy access to your, to your stuff, like what, what brand do you recommend? Do you have any like tips or somebody you'd be able to like? hook me up with a good secure phone for like contacting if you ever have stuff you want to keep on the down low uh, her name is Sarah yeah well, her, her name eh channel 89 <laughs> nice um she is like, yeah, well, what we work with from the channel is all supplied, but I can tell you. Um, you know, we're talking like off the books, like. Well, that's what I was going to tell you. 
So there's an old colleague of mine. His name is Amanda, who uh, now works for International Geographic. And she did this series a couple of years ago where um, she essentially would interview various criminal organizations uh, without revealing their identity. It was kind of like a really dangerous. That's a so go on. Yeah, super dangerous. She managed to survive the whole thing without getting murdered or abducted. But, you know, she would do little pieces on small gang here, small gang there. There would be traffickers, dealers, you know, various... The kind, yeah, yeah. The kind of stuff that, like that you can put on TV, right? Um, and so there was an episode of that where she um, interviewed a hacker collective. And uh, in... in Basically, they did a little bit of talking about the fact that they they get their equipment. I mean, you can see the whole series. It's online, right? So they talked about where they get their equipment. Now, all of the, like, it was obviously censored, the actual names and places and contacts. But she heard it. All right. I'll, I'll ask for any kind of like intros or anyway I might get in touch with that so just roll me your your uh what are we rolling here um influence etiquette negotiation etiquette Etiquette. no it's so your etiquette plus her connection and loyalty rating okay uh, so she's 3-3. Three, three. Like, we go back a ways. So, um, uh, I'll add 6 to this after. And I'm gonna edge this. I, I hope I got that in before I said that. Is that cool? This is okay, I'll let you All right. do that. I didn't see before that. So I need, uh, 6 more, and then another, what's my edge rating? 3? I think that's 9 more. Sorry, one sec. I just program this in, and these should explode. All right, so from my original, I got two hits, and then after that, it was six more hits. And actually, it didn't re-roll those sixes, so I have to roll three more. Am I reading that right? I, yeah. So that's up to eight. And nine, ten, and I get to reel one more. Okay. Ten hits in total. So. I meet at a bar. I smooth smooth talk. You get this. You you smooth talk it so much with Sarah Jones that she decides. We We had a history a bit, too, so. Yeah, or at she least decides, my well, guy we haven't been to drinks in a while, and I haven't talked to Amanda in a while, so you know what? I am going to meet her for drinks and drag you along and uh, introduce you. Cue the greatest night of my life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stay on yeah. target. Stay on target. 
So yeah, you guys meet like the next night and it's at a, you know, nice kind of place. So she introduces you. Uh, Amanda's a bit older, you know, kind of like dirty blonde hair, well put together, very professional looking. Um, so is this the hacker contact or this is the other no, reporter? This is the other reporter. Okay, so I talked to the so other reporter. She, you know, Sarah introduces you and says, this is my friend, uh, Mac. He's, he's really interested in that piece you did on the Hacker Collective. Yeah, I absolutely love your work. Well, it, it was it was an interesting experience, I'll tell you that. Uh, like, like any of the pieces in that whole series, one has to be tight-lipped after the fact. Oh, I understand. You gotta have um, real good discretion for these kinds of things. Cheers. Yeah, she takes another drink. Anyway, what, we don't have to RP all this unless you want to. Yeah. So it's essentially, she kind of goes on. She kind of like asks you like, "What makes you so interested?" You go back and forth for a bit, and eventually she says, "Look, I I can I can point you to these guys because a few people can point you to these guys, but it's like a do it at your own risk situation." I like risk. Um, what she could not directly connect you with was the the contact like where the hackers bought their, you know, got their stuff. Because they essentially got supplies and built their own pans, right? Yeah. But Which maybe I can could, get a name of one of them and find yeah, my way through. That, she could essentially put you in touch with them because she found out, she found them somehow, right? Yeah. So she gives you a contact. You connect with them. Um, now, do you want to try and connect with them directly, or do you want to bring in, like... I'll bring in Bliss along with me to help me out with that. I'm just going to... I'm going to make people meet, and then I'll just mm -hmm. act as wingman for Bliss and, like, smooth things over. We don't... She's not here, so we don't need to do all that, but... Yeah, essentially, I'll, I'll, I'll wave it, because she she can she can do it. Especially with how she initiated. Um, <laughs> She can do it and emerged. Yeah, and I'm, it's, it's I'm actually really getting the hang of this matrix thing and enjoying it more and more because I'm pretty logic based, so it does come to me. Uh, so I'm enjoying this experience and uh, yeah, it's just thinking a little bit of thoughts. I might actually uh, get an upgrade of my own at some point. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, we basic like hacker contact. Yeah. Yeah, so you got a you got a one one hacker contact out of it, um, and and you also have another one one, you know, freelance reporter contact out of it. Okay, named Amanda something. Um, and so yeah, you connect up with those guys, and they're like, yeah, here's our. They're they're kind of happy to tell you who the supplier is because apparently they have like a promotional deal with them. <laughs> so everything's razor. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's like a guy. Logitech. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's called Microvision Computers. Microvision's Computers, and it's uh, on Young Street. Right. Owner's name is Rob. Owner's name is Rob. Weird. 
very clearly has like a, a, a semi mullet with like really cheaply done plugs <laughs> and is drunk all the time he's just slightly drunk all the time and and when you when you go into a shop like smells like at one point in his life he smoked way too much but stopped but it's still there and and you can tell where he moves around the place because like some of it is really dusty and like the chair and the keyboard is not like no one's ever clean the only things that aren't dusty are the stuff that he just touches all the time and uh just as an aside for the others listening here um steve is describing a real place and a real person no, no, this is, that uh, i worked for no no this is <laughs> all uh, any yeah. uh, any similarities are purely fictional <laughs> no no this is no that's easy to <laughs> I feel like... called out, okay? <laughs> no one even said anything about me. He, so you, you guys, you know, you you go into the shop and he's like, we'll not meet you virtually. It has to be done in person. And there are... It's not the same if you can't smell it. There are cyber decks that are, like, sitting around. There are components that you're like... How old is that? Like thick layers of dust. On, there are cyber decks that are like Matrix 1.0. And you're like, that's also we? bleeding edge tech sitting right beside it. Yeah. <laughs> bleeding edge tech right beside it. There, there is stuff there. And like there's, there's this young uh, kid in the back just kind of fixing uh, someone's you know someone's computer and you look at it and there's like a bunch of porn images and they're kind of just like dragging files from one folder into another and you like if you if you notice the heading is like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten and you see him drag an image and he kind of like hesitates eh, that's an eight <laughs> You're like, okay, all right, uh, yeah, Rob, uh, we were, you know, hey, what can also I do for you? something that happened. <laughs> my, my name's, my name's Rob, uh, yeah, what can so I do for you? Microvision computers, we, we, we build all the things. Tridio, uh, is... we've got sweet Tridio systems now. Nice. Uh, who's all here? Whoever wants to be. Everyone isn't. I think right. I he has a we'll different idea that. of how she might go about doing this and is busy wasting her time somewhere else. All right. Because it okay. seems like it's not necessary. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll assist somebody who's more techie than me. So, Gerald, I think you're up. All right. <laughs> this, the mage and the old dude. Well, this place is uh, pretty amazing. You got a lot of good old stuff here. I remember when that came out. I remember when that came out. <laughs> yeah. And you remember, like, is this an original? This is. Hey, careful! That's Ren Reku. Those yeah. guys don't even make stuff anymore. Don't. Give me five bucks for it, dude. It's worth way more than that. You know that. Yeah. Okay. Ten. No. No. All right. Fine. Puts it down. 
How much is that in New Yen? <laughs> he doesn't even know. He's like, whatever you do, don't go across the road and get cash out of that machine. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah. You're looking for... You're looking for Comlink situation upgrade? Are we doing a trade-in? Are we doing an upgrade? Are we doing something new out of the box? What's going on? Yeah, what's what's the best Comlink you got? Well, we have the best. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone refresh my memory on what uh, I don't have. I don't have Hero Lab open right now. Um, how about a Fairlight Caliban or the Fuji CyberX Seven? So, Fuji CyberX is probably the one to go. Listen, you, you you can do it a number of ways. Basically okay? the same style wise. Yeah. You got, so I don't know. <laughs> you got you got your Fairlight, you got your Fuji, okay? Now Pulse Wave is not bad. I will I'll I'll make you a deal. Okay, I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal. Uh how many are you looking for altogether? Uh five. Yeah, we can do five. It's we for a Christmas raffle. Uh it's gonna take a little bit of time it's like to get them July. together. Uh, gonna take a little bit of time to get them together. Um, but uh, if you, if you, you like soup it up too with extra security and all sorts of fancy stuff. Yeah, deletewing.com, man, we can do that. So it's for if, Christmas. Uh, put NordVPN on there. If you let me put my sticker on it. I'll uh, give you a little discount. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I, I got to just pull some parts of this, pull some parts of that, we'll put it together, custom made. Uh, you can pick your own case. Bam, it's yours. But I'm, I'm going to pay you a little extra. I'm going to pay you a little extra, Rob, to not put your sticker on it. Is that all right? Uh, suddenly, I'm Scottish. Can I, I don't know. Inside? Suddenly, yeah. Okay, he's like, all right, okay, fine, you don't want the sticker. Oh, man, I, I pay a lot for these stickers, like... Oh, I'll, I'll take the discount. Can I have his discount? <laughs> you can put stickers on, on this one. one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yep, we can do that. Two stickers on that one, none on that one. Sure, we'll call it even, we'll call it even, we'll call it even. So you guys, you guys, you know, he talks about some little accessories, tries to sell you like an I, actual USB I try cable. to get the one that will fit in the cyber arm attachment. Oh yeah, he can modify it for that. Yeah. So I'll pay the extra uh, two grand. Yeah. Oh, he's totally happy to do that. And so you But get I want to be able like... to detach it. I know enough how to take it out myself as well. So you pay him, you come back like three days later. He's got everything put together. It's like you know, uh, um, you pick it up and on your first boot up, <laughs> the it's like got a custom Microvision's desktop. The colors of everything are changed to like some weird scheme that you're like, oh my god, who would pick those colors to go together like that? That makes no sense. Oh, and um. Yeah, if you look on the internal memory, there's a lot of porn. Bliss, um, can you take care of that? Uh, that's the kind of upgrades I was looking for. I, I want this clean, Bliss. Like, just, just clean it. Just move it onto mine. Just put it over <laughs> there. I want two <laughs> copies of everything. <laughs> so that's it, Gerald. Like, literally, you all have the same 
files and he just has two copies of it and it's like an astronomical amount you're like who would do that it's like still pictures mostly and like it's is this it's full ready p well you can understand like gerald hasn't seen that kind of stuff in a long time and that's yeah. what he grew up on so like this is nostalgia for him and it's I, yeah some of it's like it's a 1950s like, pinup no, some of it is more than a hundred years old by this point. You get the impression. Grandma? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you guys have your pans, and you're out of there. And ladies and gentlemen, that's where we're going to stop. All right. Oh, we're all... So, okay. you, yeah. Thank you, Steve. So that was lots of fun. Um, Different, different experience. It's kind of we fun to bridge. dive into the character and the grind a little bit. Yeah, we got to bridge the gap a little bit. So essentially, when we pick up in the fall, you guys are going to be in the thick of it on this job, whatever it turns out to be. <laughs> You're in the mafia now, boys. Was this final session? I thought that was next week. No, well, no, D and D is next week. week. Next week is the last D&D, but this is the last Shadowrun for a while. Thursdays, wow. that marks Very the good. beginning of our summer summer hiatus. And uh, we'll pick this back up in hopefully October, but maybe a one-off or two-off uh, or th something along the way. But uh, I know I'm traveling. I know Steve's moving about a bit. Uh, so unfortunately, that's it for the next little while. But it's been lots Very of fun. Very cool. Very cool. And it's yeah. been nice to take a deep dive into the seedy underbelly dude steve that was some really fun character choices that you were making there like just wacky like the the nurse and this experience of a cyber clinic where you're just you're literally flaying your nervous system but you know it smells like mint in the office so it's okay um that was yeah. that was, a I was having these like discreet scenes instead of just like the sort of long stretched out stuff that you tend to see I, uh, the moment to moment. Todd, are we live still? I... Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can I share a screen without you putting it on the stream? Is that a thing? I. Uh, yeah. We can. I can also just do this. Ready? Hi, Internet. Oh my God! You he you found him. Look. <laughs> my God. Okay. That's the guy. I mean, I guess. I... <laughs> We'll be right back. Nostalgia. Oh my god. <laughs> Tensional shopping episode, which you don't see very often in games. Yep, yeah. Usually that happens on accidents. Yeah, exactly. But also, like, I didn't realize, like, if I was like, hey, come to the table expecting to go shopping, I think I would have planned differently. <laughs> All of my upgrades were just like, yeah, I bought a bunch of skills that I probably should have just already had, and I just yeah. like didn't have the point of character creation. <laughs> like, yeah. Nothing interesting yeah. to talk about. I have yeah. one in computer now. <laughs> like, yeah, my guy was so poor. I'm buying basic gear that like he should have had at the beginning of yeah. the Shadowrun career, yeah. but like just got through the first one to be able to afford. So, I like, did want to have like a lakeside scene because that's been in my head like the entire time this character just existed. Nice. Like, I don't That'd know. Cool. I just want to like. 
<laughs> Actually, well, since we are, are streaming still, can I sort of said this on break? Um, I did want to mention how, like, going to the lake and, you know, yes, she explores that and dives down and finds, like, sort of weird glow city spelunking stuff. But also it's, like, a weirdly like spiritual experience for her because it's where she feels closest to her spirit mentor of the sea. Nice. I actually dig that. And I think, I think that's what, what, um, Mac or Cam, I, I might actually switch it, but, um, I think that's what he actually picked up on and, and enjoyed about that exchange. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to like, if, if we cut back to that scene, I was going to have sort of like, you see the like water parting for her to like swim more swiftly and stuff. Cause like the sea gives you bonus to swimming, which is like, I'm never going to use that, but I have it. Glow <laughs> swimming. Glow swimming, yeah. All right, so we do... Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, and that's kind of what I want to do a little bit of. That was part of the intent here was to spend... Yes, it's like a half an episode shopping and half an episode getting back together. Because I, I think um, I think the, the chance for characters to talk to each other is so often just sk skipped over. And in, in any role-playing session or any role-playing campaign, it's like the players just play and are, the characters are just like on the mission and never actually talk to each other. Yep. But the players sort of start to play them as if they've bonded, but it's like, I would love to see that bonding, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a I, good I call. Super agree. Yeah. I kept wanting, I remember like during the previous sessions, I was like, I want to have a scene where it's like Mac and Radio are on the bus together because they're the only one without wheels. Right. And they're like We're going the, home. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you're going you out know? to Redmond. Like, okay, I'm going cool. to Glow that City. Happens. Well, okay, you know, is there a scene there or is it just something that happens, right? Like, yeah. I'm thinking that since you love swimming so much, like, I have a submarine now. You do, yeah. <laughs> we were both talking about water things and it didn't ever like come together yeah. on those topics. <laughs> well, see, this is like the guys came up. Hang on yeah. To. yeah, yeah. Like, nice. hang on to this because we, I, you know, we can pick this up. Like, yeah. you know, it's going to be three, four months for us in real time. Um, so the you know, <laughs> we'll all rewatch this episode beforehand and just be like, yeah. hey. You know, well, it's interesting. It goes both ways, right? When you're in the mission, you're like, I'm doing the job. I don't have time to hang out. But then there's these like downtime sections where it's like, okay, I have an idea of what's something that made maybe that's what's going to happen. And then it's like three weeks later and you're like, oh, guess that didn't happen. Cool. But don't worry about it. And like, I yeah. could be like, hey, can I have a scene? And you'd be like, totally, let's have that scene. But I feel like I'm slowing things down, so I don't want to. And no, it's like, I don't even like, know what's going to happen in that scene. Just like, we talk. <laughs> and like, it's like, all right, cool. And like, yeah, I want that. But also, I don't know what it would contain, you know? Anyway, no. Only one way to find out? Only one way to find out. Deep dive. Also, um, I think, um, I, I won't tell you when, but I have um, kind of an idea of if Gerald doesn't get killed through the game... Yeah. I have a plan for him to die naturally, but are you a ticking clock? I almost made a joke about wait, how long of a long con is this? Because Gerald doesn't have that much time, left. and I was like, would Radio have made that joke? Probably not. So I didn't. I think Bliss would have made that joke. On, on, Somebody on, should have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Don't I mean, like, it's that. been four months. That's a long time for, like, an 80-something-year-old dude. It doesn't, yeah, yeah, but, you know, in the future, medicine is pretty good. It's true. Assuming yeah, but he doesn't, it, he doesn't take that shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> Anti-vaxxer again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, so we do need a title for tonight's episode, though. So, Internet or other players? Oh, I like when Gerald met Sally, but I think it should be when Jerry met Sally. With a G, when Jerry met Sally. Yeah, yeah, uh, I like that one. I saw, I typed that in actually. Yeah, yeah. No, I, saw that. I, I like that. And uh, shout out to Cortez and. Uh, How everybody. not to go shopping? Sorry, what was that? <laughs> How not to go shopping? <laughs> How not to shop when Jerry met Sally? Yeah, actually, shopping worked out pretty well. All right, it did. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, it's a cool way of going. You've already bought everything. Let's play the scene out now afterwards, right? Or like, like, let's fill in what that space would look like. It's pretty cool. How much well, changed? Like the <laughs> How much changed did Slurp get back? Oh, we'll figure that out later. Probably like fifty thousand. I mean, yeah, we'll have the gear that we need to have had and had had it. Yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Have a wonderful night. We will see you next week for D&D. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's it. It's bedtime. Good night. Take care. And shout out to Rob, who may or may not exist. <laughs>